0: Hello and welcome to a bonus episode.
1: It's the bonus episode. We yeah. don't. Talk episode. Oh, I'm, not it the, no? I'm not doing the. I'm not doing the Got to uh, resist it. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not the free one. Surely <laughs> you know what
1: a, what episode, what a, what podcast this is a bonus episode of. Uh, if you have access
3: mm, to the mm, bonus episode, you are you are much more
0: confident I might, than I am. I might put a. I might put this one on the free feed as a treat. Ah. um, Give us money, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's it. This is the kind Um, of content
1: that you could be having, a more relaxed, a more loose... uh, It has the sound of us pissing on it, also. Yes. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Kind of, well, there's your problem.
4: That was a glass of mead (laughs) being filled up. To be fair, it does have a very um, ureaic colour. That's true,
0: yeah. Uh, Yeah, so, um, what you see on the screen in front of you... Also, so we got
1: Gareth Dennis back on. Hi, Gareth. We do have Gareth. Yeah. Thanks for
0: coming. (laughs) Thanks for coming. (laughs) Hi hi, everyone.
4: Hello, Patreon listeners. Hello.
0: This episode is uh, called the Penn Station Rant. Perfect. Yes.
1: Me and Liam can just log off, and the train knowing about Caucus of this episode. (laughs) No, we need uh, you. We need you. We need you. It's Uh, it's we it's we to react to you guys ranting i yes
4: oh yes. Uh, justin
1: yeah. before you start i have i have treats uh, this, yeah.
4: is a, this is a bonus Ooh. episode which means that as a guest i have to bring treats that's not really a thing i've just made it up right now but yeah liam
3: i have treats it's, for you yes go on
4: liam in a recent episode i believe you uh made sexual noises about the sound of my voice which made me blush very very vigorously good um and then I thought, well, I need to bring a treat then. If if ever I get to appear on, on a future episode, I need to bring a treat. And it just so happens to be that, um, uh, you know, I used to recite Burns poetry when I was a kid. And uh, there <laughs> happens to be a Burns poem that is very, that, that's, that's let's say, very relevant. So uh, if you'll give me uh, 45 seconds, Please. Uh, All right. this is a treat for you. This is Liam Anderson, which is a modification of John Anderson by, uh, by Burns. Liam Anderson, my Joe, Liam, when we were first acquaint, your locks were like the raven, your bonny brow was brent. But now your brow is belt, Liam, your locks are like the snow, but blessings on your frosty paw, Liam Anderson, my Joe. Liam Anderson, my Joe, Liam, we clam the hill together, and mony a canty day, Liam, we've had we an another. Now we man, totter down, Liam, and hand in hand we'll go, and sleep together at the foot william anderson, by Joe
1: fantastic very
4: very <laughs> <laughs> it's. The pr- the pace of the podcast has slowed to a trundle. Liam, uh, yes. there you go, enjoy. <laughs> Liam, sort of
1: like militantly aggressive thing, having to confront being genuinely touched emotionally is quite oh, something. I'm honored. This
3: is beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, it's funny
3: because uh, is in podcasting, especially this podcast tradition, I have my dinner in front of me, and I was just gonna come off mute to slurping noises. but I thought, no, no. No, no. Gareth, thank you so much. You're a dear friend. <laughs> that was beautiful. Alice, I'll kill you. That's
2: reasonable.
3: <laughs> I'd like to see you try old yeah. man.
2: <laughs>
0: All, right. <laughs> I'm so, All right. So old. Now that now now that we got two of the two thirds of the podcast threatening each other. That's uh, right. here we go. Um we're gonna start with history. Welcome, welcome to New York City. Oh uh, hey, truly, walking here. The hey. city that is walking here. Yes. Okay, so so for railroads to get to New York City there was something called the Hudson River problem. Problem being the Hudson River, right? <laughs> it's named for how it is. Yes. So so um so in order to get over the Hudson River you had to build a bridge or a tunnel which no one thought was feasible, right? The other option is you could take a ferry. So all these railroads they built terminals in Jersey City, in Weehawken, um in Hoboken right um so we got some of them here um so this is the the Weehawken terminal this is from the West Shore Railroad you got the Pennsylvania Railroad Exchange Place terminal up here i like the
1: pennsylvania the- one the it, right. it like it's very <laughs> contiguous you know you don't even have to go outside the building to walk to your ferry
0: oh yeah this was uh the largest train shed in the world briefly i believe oh. uh none of it's left of course of course um you had Munipah Terminal down here, this is the Central Railroad in New Jersey, that one's still there, but it's unused, it's part of a park. Mm. Um, you had the Hoboken Terminal, that's the Delaware, Lackawanna, and Western. Uh, that one is still there, it is still used, and it also has ferry slips, you can just sort of walk to the ferry, even now. Um, there's cool. like one ferry that comes each hour. It's um, somewhat less cool, but still kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> there's no ferries that meet the trains anymore. And then you had... <sighs> Pavonia down here, Pavonia Terminal, Uh, this was the Erie Railroad, Um, and that was another, you know, the ferry comes to meet the train, that's gone. There's a couple others, the Susquehanna Railroad Terminal was way up here, you had a a weird terminal down here, the Lehigh Valley had, which I think was sabotaged by Germans in World War I. Surely Um, not Operation Pastorius.
1: I... Uh, was that Me? World War II? I'm gonna have to check which one of those, which one of the two doomed German attempts to sabotage New York this was. <laughs> well,
0: well, this one worked and the Lehigh Valley Railroad got sued by the Russian Provisional Government. Ah, uh, okay, uh, Operation Prestoration <laughs> was, so.
1: was the Second World War one. Yeah.
0: That was like the weird, not Bolshevik government, um... But like, like, Kerensky,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, the Long Island Railroad... Came from the other side and from Long Island, you know, they got stuck either in Queens or I believe Flatbush Terminal, which is now Atlantic Terminal, they had built by now. Um, you know, and you had to transfer to the ferry. Uh, it was annoying. Um, freight customers in Manhattan had easy access to river shipping, but not so much by rail, except by the New York Central, right? Which had Grand Central Terminal, of course, direct access to Manhattan. Um, and they had their West Side Line. Which served a bunch of industrial customers that would otherwise ship by one of these numerous railroads who got almost there but not quite, right? Mm.
1: But it saves you that like going the long way around because you can get it directly to where it's going, and this is something the New York Central guards very jealously, right?
0: Oh yeah, and there's a sort of unofficial you know truce here that they had for a long time. So this is um this is Grand Central Station.
1: All right. these guys staring at each other across the huts yeah. and spitting into the water yeah. at each other. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: there, there were three iterations of Grand Central Terminal. There was Grand Central Depot, which is this one right here. This is Grand Central Station, hmm. and Grand Central Terminal, which is the current building that was later than this, right? Um, but yeah, they, had a, they were all on the same spot. Um, but the location was, as the name implies, Central, right? Uh, you know, the railroad had this advantage with shippers and commuters, right? Um, and that meant, you know, you could, uh, uh, you could ship a whole bunch of places without transloading or, or taking, you know, getting from one train to another, right? Uh, and this station was approached by way of a long tunnel under Park Avenue. Initially they put steam locomotives in there, which is really dumb because Mm. in 1902 that that tunnel was so full of smoke that a commuter train missed a signal and whacked into another commuter train killed like 12 people. Sort of the um,
1: boring company of its day. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they installed third rail electrification in 1904, and they began plans to build the newer, much bigger Grand Central Terminal that exists today, right? Um, but yeah, the the the, the un, informal truce here was like, number one, Manhattan's the New York Central's territory, and this was A, a sort of informal truce, but also B, it was so damn hard for anyone else to get into Manhattan, right? Because everyone else of the
1: right-of-way, just to get, like, to lay track in Manhattan.
0: Well, everyone else is coming from the West. The New York Central's coming from the North, right? And the North is easy. The West? You gotta deal with the Hudson River, mm. right? So around 1900, it was, you know, no one could figure out how to do this, right? Um, or I guess 1890. 1890 is when the first serious scheme to get other railroads into Manhattan is proposed by a guy named Gustav Lindenthal.
1: Oh, mm. boy. Yeah. Lindenthal. I'm back. <laughs> enemy of the show.
0: Yes. <laughs> Apparently. No, I like Gustav Lindenthal. He's made no, all the best bridges. Friend of the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, Gustav Lindenthal's idea is to build a bridge which was twice over the shit. largest suspension bridge oh ever my conceived.
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: that was my reaction when I just flipped the slide to get the full high res. Oh, there we are. Yeah. There it is.
3: So, the idea is the most mighty engineering feat of bridge building known to the world. Yes.
0: <laughs> they would build. A fourteen-track bridge over the Hudson uh, River. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's I, a suspension
1: bridge. I <laughs> yeah. like this idea a lot, actually.
0: That would connect to a Manhattan terminal that would be near the current location of what's now the the Fashion Institute of Technology.
2: Oh
3: yeah, actually, um, my grandmother went there. For <laughs> library science for some reason. Wow. <laughs> I so want, the,
4: I'm loving to so railways flow. I'm loving the idea of 14 tracks full of commuter trains all going in the same direction, creating a bow wave on the suspension <laughs> bridge <laughs> as it goes forward.
0: Um, so, the 10 tracks would be for commuter trains. Four tra- commuter trains, long distance trains. Four tracks would be for rapid transit. It's mm. unclear to me exactly how the rapid transit trains would make it all the way up to this bridge because it was going to be 135 feet over the surface of the river. <laughs> Crane, <laughs> big uh, crane, big crane. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you need an jet ele- tug, an Oop. elevator like the Waterloo and City Line had. Mm. <laughs> now you just have a big corkscrew
1: incline it's fine. Yes. Oh
0: my god. Um so this well, would with be... four tracks, you
1: need to do like a double helix, which is looking like awesome. I yeah. big regrets this didn't happen.
0: Yeah. Like
3: one of the one of the roller coaster uh, launch things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Like a flume. Yeah. Hmm. Your rapid transit flume. (laughs) If you live or die, that's between you and God.
0: (laughs) So this bridge would be a mile long, with a 2850 foot centre span. Jesus! Again, 135 feet over the river. So you can see down here, this is the proposed bridge, and this is the Brooklyn Bridge.
1: Oh dear. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, Now, that's
0: scale. And then you'd stick uh, this high level... Union Station at one end of the bridge in Manhattan. Right. Which you build on top of this kind of pyramid? <laughs> yeah, you know the yeah. Bass World
3: Shops
1: Pro... Bass
3: World Pro Shops. World Pro Shops. Yeah. I'm tired, man. <laughs> I mean, how many blocks would you be
4: bulldozing on the other side? Crikey! I mean, yeah.
1: Uh, d- did, did the Pharaoh Khufu wonder about blocks when, no. he, when he made his pyramid? Of
0: course not. And neither should we. I found a rare map on the next slide, but oh, I'm gonna yes. keep talking here. So, you need a mile of two and a half percent grade on the New Jersey side, right? Oh. So, Samuel Ray and George Brooke Roberts. Samuel Ray was, I think, chief engineer, and George Brooke Roberts was the president of the Pennsylvania Railroad. I'm just I'm right? imagining
1: you're, you're on your little rapid transit thing, at the top of this mile-long two and a half percent grade, and, down. and the brakes go out, and you're just like, <laughs> you start to roll forward at like one mile an hour and you're like, don't like this, don't like where this is going.
0: <laughs> In a way, we go. Whether you
1: want to or not.
0: So. The Pennsylvania Railroad was a a major investor in this project from the start in 1890, but the idea of the project was it's going to be shared among the several railroads which had New Jersey terminals, right? Um, Gustav Lindenthal, of course, he designed the bridge, and he was a self-educated civil engineer.
3: Hell yeah, I love those words together.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He was notable for several bridges he hadn't built yet. Um, like that's the, the best Queens- kind of self taught engineer, yeah. yeah. Self
4: taught, haven't actually done any engineering. The best kind,
0: yes. Well, he went on to design the Queensborough Bridge and the Hell Gate Bridge. Oh, um, wow. yeah. I immediately
4: love this guy. Okay, yeah,
0: no, he has all the best bridges. Yeah, oh um, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was beloved by railroads and municipalities alike for being able to build these bridges a lot cheaper than anyone else.
1: Uh oh, what corners did he cut?
0: So, one of the things he did was point out that a train is a distributed load and not a point load. Oh,
1: sure. Ahead it's of his It's a mind. long thing, yeah? Yes. Okay.
0: So that meant you could use less material, because you were considering a train as a train, rather than what other engineers were doing, which is considering a spherical and frictionless train. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. He's rolling my perfect train orb across the bridge. Like that Russian warship, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate the sort of like true to life filthy color of all of the water in this mm-hmm. map.
0: Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it looks great. So the idea here is, right? This is again, it's a a 10 track, 10 tracks for steam railroads, four tracks for rapid transit. Um based on this map, that rapid transit would be what is now the 7 train, right? You see the 42nd Street tunnel up here, uh, and that would have gone around and then gone up a big ramp into the Union Station, <laughs> and then presumably doubled back somehow and gone over the bridge, right? Big turntable um, or something.
4: You said a two point five percent grade for those who are curious as to what that actually—that's a one in forty. That's <laughs> that's so steep. That's horribly very, steep. Very steep.
0: So it's unclear how fully fleshed out the terminal design was. I'd love to see pictures if someone has them. But the bridge mm. was actually surprisingly close to getting done, right? Hmm. They actually broke ground on this thing in 1895. What? Um yes. Must have been well, locked up was mega bridge. <laughs> yeah, that's, actually, that's actually what this cornerstone is right here. The North Bridge the North River Bridge bro- ground broke ground broken June 1895. First foundation huh. masonry laid June 18th, 1895.
4: I mean for sure the ground would have been broken. This thing would have sunk. Twenty meters into the
3: ground, once it is oh, finished. Yeah. Right? Remember how, how the German, it? how the Nazis had those giant concrete test cylinders? Yeah, the yeah, <laughs> the schwerer
1: yeah. Belastungskörper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: Sure. That word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just a normal thing to immediately yeah. be able so, to recall. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the 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 heavy test body, which same. Yes. Um, yeah. Which th- which they put in Berlin? It was a big concrete cylinder to like, and the idea was because Berlin's built on a swamp. The idea is we build this, we measure how far it sinks. If it sinks more than this, you can't build the big fancy fucking Volkshalle that you want yeah. to build. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, and it did, and they still wanted to fucking build the thing. And because it's like too large and too inconvenient, it's just wedged into the swamp. That like. Uh, n- neither the British, there, nor right? the Americans, nor the Soviets could blow it up with anything, so same as the flag to him, really. Um, so yeah, it's just still there. Oh. Just there, still. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Germanium. Good stuff. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Samuel Ree, went on vacation to London in
3: 1892. oh, awful mistake. The dreadful. <laughs> new,
0: the new Pennsylvania Railroad president, Alexander Cassid arranged Woo! for him to make it a working vacation. Uh, Great! Your your boss um, fucking
1: telegrams you to be like you have to do some work while you're there.
0: Yes. Stop. Go. Go study the. Go study the transportation system in London. Now he had previously been there about five years earlier, and he saw the Metropolitan Railway, and he was like, "This is the worst thing I've seen in my life. I'm just (laughs) going (laughs) down (laughs) here. I'm getting choked out by steam locomotives." Why do you have a round door
1: that isn't even round? This is Mm -hmm. bullshit. Yes.
0: But what he saw this visit was much different. He went to go see the new city and South London Railway, which had um, bored deep under the Thames and used ex- entirely electric traction, right? And and Rhee was fascinated by this. He thought a similar solution would be great for the Pennsylvania Railroad. That is, you'd have some small electric trains that would link to waterfront terminals uh, to uh, a sort of distribution system in Manhattan, right? Hmm. That but actually sounds sensible. But he's still favored for, for trains that needed to get into Manhattan. He's still like, we're going to have to build the bridge. The bridge is the way forward. We're going to build Charing Cross Terminal, but bigger. Oh, That's God. the idea of this, right? <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so um, when he got back, the Army Corps of uh, the Board of Army Engineers, which I believe is the predecessor to the Army Corps of Engineers, they kind of put the kibosh on the project, right? They said, Pathetic. OK. <laughs> okay, we actually need it to be 150 feet tall, not 135.
4: Yes. <laughs> oh, there we <laughs> what go. If,
0: what if you made it even sillier? Yes. Um, the panic of 1893 happened, right? Costs started escalating. The railroads weren't making as much money. A lot of railroads started to like get a little uneasy about the project, right? Um, they still broke ground, but then the Pennsylvania Railroad kind of dropped out of the project, and everyone else did as well. Right, sure, yeah. So, uh, yeah, George Brooke Roberts pulled out of the project, and Pennsylvania Railroad wasn't financially backing it anymore. So it was completely and unfeasible water, financially. Sure. Shame, the North River Bridge Company bust. Yeah, that's a bummer. New York yeah. City could have been
1: like a good twenty percent weirder.
0: Yeah. Yes, Unbuilt <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. New be, York
1: is a whole thing. This huh? would
0: be the weirdest passenger train station ever built by a long shot. Uh, <laughs> get get <laughs> the, in the fucking the, train ziggurat. Yes. <laughs> you have to ascend to the heavens <laughs> to catch the train. I, I guarantee you challenged
1: God to a fist you, fight just you, by building this. You build this in the eighteen nineties. By the nineteen fifties, a new American civic religion has started that involves people <laughs> throwing sacrificial victims off the roof of this.
4: I mean the two tower the two towers at either end of it would have been like presumably heavy enough that they would have dented the crust. Mm-hmm. So they would have ended up creating new like Kind of uh, large lakes underneath each one, which would be you know nice. Right.
0: They would have been the tallest structures in New York City when they were finished. Um <laughs> incredible. And also uh,
4: solid brick.
0: You yeah. can see in the previous slide, this is the tower compared to the Woolworth building. <laughs> <Eech>.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's beautiful. We should've done this. I'm going back in we time to, be to, like, a proper like country. threaten the president mm-hmm. of the Pennsylvania Railroad with a Glock that I brought from home. Yeah, it's funny how <laughs> yeah, to you make think you would just unload
3: a shotgun directly oh, in Oh yeah, face. 100%. Yeah.
1: I, I would be killed instantly as an anarchist. <laughs> I, called, I
3: call this gun the Union Buster. It's for the protection of passengers, of course.
0: So, George Brooke Roberts was killed by the Pennsylvania Railroad presidency in 1897. As most Pennsylvania Railroad presidents were, he's killed by
1: me with a Glock. Yeah.
3: Mm. Why don't you like six hours? What have you got against six hours?
1: I mean, nothing. I like a six-hour fine. I just think the Glock is a funnier name to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. That holds up. Yeah.
0: His successor, Frank Thompson, was killed by the office of the Pennsylvania Railroad presidency in 1899. Jesus
1: Christ. It ages you faster than the U.S. Presidency. You
3: know that that (laughs) picture of Barack Obama before and after, but all the time? (laughs) The
0: the Pennsylvania Railroad Presidency was also arguably more powerful than the U.S. Presidency at this time. Um, Um, So, Alexander Cassett, I said Alexander Cassett was President earlier, I, I was wrong, he was a Vice President, but he assumed the Presidency. He, he, he the gained throne. the
1: mandate of heaven. Yeah, he yes. gained the mandate of heaven. Sure. <laughs> that he, same year. He, he, he achieved certain, like, relics of the Pennsylvania Railroad that you're What's not allowed ticking, to see. Buddy. Yeah,
0: God-emperor
1: of the Pennsylvania Railroad. <laughs> be if they finished the North River Bridge, yeah. yeah? Oh my god. No, that's... absolutely. God, no, okay, someone needs to write a whole fucking novel-length thing about this, where the PRR becomes the new civic religion of the United States. <laughs> yeah, I'd read that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I Uh, had to read it. So, Cass's thing was modernization and improvements, right? And he planned and constructed a lot of them, right? So, down here is the Rockville Bridge, that's just uh, upriver of uh, Harrisburg on the Susquehanna. It was the largest bridge in the world when it was built.
4: By what? What? As in
0: length, or I am not as in best. It's very long. It's very long. It's the best. It's four tracks. Wowza! Yeah, Um, it's now three tracks. Mm. Um, another one was Washington Union Station up here. This was a sort of this was you could assassinate a president in that. No, this was to replace the station where um, McKinley was assassinated. Um, nice McKinley was
1: assassinated at the World's Fair. I think of Garfield.
0: Oh, Garfield. Garfield was assassinated. I want to say the B and P station, right? Ah. So this a repli- BP
1: station. <laughs> <Ooh. Yeah>. <laughs> <Rough> <laughs> yeah, it was a commemorative coin dispute. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: the the old station was right on the national mall and it had tracks going down the road in the national mall, which was not very good. Union station was a replacement for it, which was much more dignified. I, th- right. I think it's pretty cool to have tracks going down the national Mall. That seems dignified oh, Yeah, I to think me. it would have I think it would have been funny if they kept it. It's right. It was right where the Air and Space Museum is now. Ah. Um so another thing, he supervised the quad tracking of the Northeast Corridor, double tracking the main line out to Pittsburgh, but he still he faced a conundrum. How did we get we get the railroad into Manhattan? Right. Because he wanted to do it. He was like, This is what we have to do, right? Hmm. Um And the Pennsylvania Railroad, of course, controlled two routes in, from the west by way of exchange place and a ferry, and from the east by way of the Long Island Railroad, which was a Pennsylvania Railroad subsidiary. Right? If they could have a shared terminal in the middle, that would be ideal, but how do you get there? Right? Massive
1: ziggurat bridge station.
0: He considered reviving the bridge project, actually. (laughs) Hooray! And in fact, he, the, the, the the options that really presented themselves uh, were, you either redo the Union Station bridge, you build a bridge from Staten Island, they might build their own bridge by themselves, or maybe they could build a tunnel, but no one could figure out how to do that, right? How would steam trains get to the station through a tunnel, right? Mm. And uh, Don't breathe this in. Have, have
1: a series of, like, submarine airlocks to vent steam up. <laughs> Simply do not breathe it in.
0: So anyway, Cassett took his annual European vacation in 1901 and Samuel Re returned the favor. He telegraphed him and said,
1: "Hey, do some you work need... now. Stop." You... Mm-hmm. "Yeah, you need Are to Are you on you holiday? Need... Stop." "Are you on holiday?" How's this son? feel
0: asshole." <laughs>
1: "Hey, we actually need you to come in in your day off. Stop."
0: <laughs> and he said, "Go go take a look at the Gare d'Orsay in Paris, right? Which is Ooh. the Recently com- completed by the Chemin, de, Paris Chemin à Orleans. de
1: Fer de Paris à Orléans. Okay, thank you, Alice. No worries. Right. Uh, <laughs> Chemin de Fer means uh, uh, iron way.
0: Yeah. Ah, I see. So this station was new. It was light. It was open and airy. No steam locomotives, somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Which means it was also very clean, um, right? And there were electric locomotives operating off a third rail that propelled trains through a two mile tunnel into the station. And Cassid saw this, and he talked to some of the engineers behind it, and he was convinced, we're gonna build a tunnel.
1: Oh. Pathetic.
0: Yeah. We're gonna do a tunnel and we're gonna do electricity. Yes. So plans were drawn up for what was to become the New York Improvements.
1: That
3: sounds nefarious. Yeah, that's euphemism <laughs> for something shifty.
0: So, all right, the New York improvements were, um, you know, it was not just a station, it was a whole system of railroads, right? So if you look at the original Pennsylvania Railroad, um, or rather, it wasn't the Pennsylvania Railroad to start out with, this was the United Companies in New Jersey main line, later acquired by the Pennsylvania Railroad. It went sort of up through Newark, Right, and then it branched off, went down to Jersey City, exchanged places down here. Right. Hmm. Um, Now the New York improvements included the Pennsylvania Tunnel and Terminal Railroad, that was the North River tunnels, um, and it continued into what's called Sunnyside Yard over here. Right. I see. It just bypasses. Yeah. Yeah, and then this connects. This connects to the New York Connecting Railroad, and that goes to the New Haven Railroad to Boston, right? In addition, the New York Connecting Railroad goes south to a freight terminal in East New York. I believe this is now the location of Broadway Junction. Um or no, it's actually closer to up here, right? Um where the Long Island Railroad uh, intersects with it there, but they again also had a branch up here, right? And then you have this whole this whole complex down here. This is for freight, right? So you had a freight branch It went down to Greenville Terminal here. There was a car float across the river. They were considering a tunnel for that a while as well. Um, That didn't happen. It may happen at some point in the future, though. Um, And then you had this uh, Bay Ridge branch, right, that served all the industries in Brooklyn. And then you had, um, I believe there was also the South Brooklyn Railway that went all the way down to Manhattan Beach. Um, So there's a big freight component to this. Mm. Uh, as well as the passenger component, I mean, I mean a lot this is of this was
4: massive. This is a huge amount of infrastructure.
0: Oh yeah, uh, all of it was big. Everything here was big, except the car mm. float. That was kind of dinky. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. They're still
1: like uncertain about it because they're like, "Oh, I'll probably do a tunnel." Yeah, yeah. Um, at some point.
0: So yeah, and a lot of this this was as much about serving Manhattan as it was improving freight service in Brooklyn. Where there were still a shitload of factories, and also uh, increasing the amount of freight traffic that go on the Long Island Railroad, which, which at this point was only doing a commuter service, which was looking pretty bad financially at some point in the future, right? Um, and there was also there was a crank plan to put a huge seaport at Montauk, which this might have served, but what, hey, that uh, how what. That would have been a
1: fucking hike, Jesus Christ! Yeah, just incidentally make the East River one of the busiest shipping lanes in the world.
0: Oh yeah, no, because would have been that would have been shit from Europe mostly.
1: Yeah,
0: Uh, you know, you'd come in, you'd go into Montauk, and you know, you go into this peaceful farming community, which is now the world's second biggest city (laughs) Um, (laughs) in the space of three years.
4: So this was wait. So this was planned. This was being planned out in
0: 1901. Yes. Okay. Actually, yeah, a little bit earlier than 1901, but oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So th- this is the plan, and the the difficult part was going to be the North River tunnels here and the East River tunnels over here. Um, the North River tunnels were supposed to be the difficult part, and why are they called the North River tunnels?
1: because it's it to the west north. of the of Manhattan therefore to be perverse in order to yes. throw the new york no, central, central to, to off the track <laughs> <laughs> oh you so can't when,
0: find us. <laughs> when when the swedes and the oh, dutch no. settled uh new york and uh philadelphia not respectively and mixed those around the swedes were in philadelphia which was new christiana back then and then uh, Manhattan was New Amsterdam. Um, uh, they referred to the Delaware and the Hudson as the South and North rivers respectively. what yeah, none is of these the guys Dutch? are very no, it's good the at...
1: Dutch. We like to do things a bit crazy
0: <laughs> none of these guys are
1: that great at navigation, it seems yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> holding map at ninety degree angle the fuck <laughs> is this shit
0: <laughs> so um all right. So it was time to do a land grab, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Stuffing my big, like, minutes into episode before land grab counter.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Alexander Cassett wanted the station to be in a very prestigious Park Avenue address, right? And the engineers told him, no, you can't do that, it's gonna to be too steep of a grade."
3: And Alexander Cassett said to himself, when people are drunk at 2am <laughs> and need to piss on a building. Not that I've ever done this. He said, wouldn't they rather piss on Park Avenue than anywhere else? Gentlemen, I give to you
1: Park Avenue. And (laughs) he took his dong out and pissed all over the floor.
2: (laughs) It it just it simply occurred to
1: him, why don't I use my massive, enormous hand that I have depicted here? Depicted uh, hair. the huge hand.
4: I would pay good money for that hand. It would be very, very useful
3: in oh, a few places. I, if man. I had a hand like Godzilla, yeah, I'd be unstoppable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you'd have to, like, all of your energy about? would be spent dragging that hand around. <laughs> I with I the rest drag of you. It
3: out. I'd have some sort of, I don't know, uh, splint, not splint, you put it, what's it on th- like a truck bed. Yeah. And the truck <laughs> like yeah, goes yeah. around yeah.
1: next
0: to you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Instead. Of putting the station on Park Avenue, they would have Slate, to put what's it. the
3: word I was thinking of.
0: Yeah. Ah. They would have to put it in Manhattan's seedy, unfashionable, impoverished, crime-ridden, and generally unpleasant Tenderloin neighborhood.
1: Yeah, there's right? never anything tender about a neighborhood called the Tenderloin, is there?
3: Bro. No, yeah, the loin. It is, it, the yeah. loin is tender. Yeah.
1: that's
3: why it says it right there.
0: So there was a lot of issues with the site, not the least of which which was the lack of subway access, right? But Penn Station, in Cassett's mind, was going to be a long-distance station first, right? So this is not so terrible. You know, this is a big station catering to an exclusive clientele of long-distance riders. They're all going to arrive with luggage by cab, right? Right. So the first step was acquiring the land. I'm assume this all went
1: about, uh, it was all gone about, like, above board.
0: The first thing the Pennsylvania yeah, Railroad above did board was... board, in yeah. that
3: he pulls out his shotgun and says, give me your land, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the first thing the Pennsylvania Railroad did was set up a company called the Stuvesant, Uh Land Company, right? Um... Stuyvesant. Stuyvesant whatever it's it can't right. can be that hard.
4: For, yeah. Like, it, it, no wonder it's going to be so hard from land, because as you can see, there appears to be a Spanish imperial
3: fortress holding uh, yeah. guard over <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <in his, laughs> That's just uh, yeah. whichever
1: Vanderbilt firing off from the uh, from the top of that. Yeah. Yeah. Disco Elysium concept so, art always looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> they, set,
0: they set up a, a couple of small LLCs through a larger LLC. Right, they sent out individual buyers to haggle for each individual building. Right, Uh, they couldn't get all of them, but what they did do is get a representative sample of them that would be useful later. Right. No Jesus. Um, In the meantime, they drummed up a new project, which is the Long Island Railroad was going to build a new terminal twenty blocks north at 50th Street. Right, and the land value in that area shot up to a huge extent. Everyone's like, "Why?" You know, I. I know you need this building, therefore I'm going to charge you four times what it's worth for it, right? Mm. Um, Classic numerous, American
1: speculation. Yeah,
0: but the numerous sales between 33rd and 31st and 9th and 7th avenues, those went unnoticed, right?
1: By by stealth and by guile, the Pennsylvania yes. Railroad triumphs.
0: So they acquired a good representative sample of buildings, a good amount of the buildings in general. In fact, by December 1st, 1901 when the New York Tribune figured out the Pennsylvania Railroad was behind the purchases. And they said, my god, they're going to build the North River Bridge. Oh! <laughs> ha ha, <laughs> yeah. bamboozled again! Yeah. <laughs> i <I'm> back, baby! <laughs>
3: Alexander Cassett, the most devious genius of his age. <laughs> yeah.
0: The following day, the New York Times performed its intended duty of shitting all over the New York Tribune. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they revealed that the bridge was off. The Pennsylvania Railroad was building a massive underground terminal. Right. Um, and Cassett took the because the New York Times was basically founded in response to the Tribune having Marx as a correspondent.
1: Um <laughs> Yeah, and so it's it's also a <laughs> convenient thing for the Pennsylvania Railroad to leak to. This is true, yeah.
4: Well, Marx—that famous
3: uh, Russian. Uh, yeah, he was Russian. we know, he was Russian. <laughs> he was. He was. Shut up.
0: <laughs> yeah, we hear at the times are the reasonable moderates about ideas like slavery, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, the Pennsylvania Railroad was building this massive underground terminal. Alexander Cassett took this opportunity to graciously reveal the plans he incorporated the Pennsylvania-New York Extension Railroad Company, and now he had to do something difficult, which was actually get a charter to build the damn thing, right? The bridge had a federal charter, which meant they didn't have to worry about New York local politics too much. The tunnel did not, right? This meant that Alexander Cassid, who, remember, is one of these posh, mainline, Protestant, you know, square haircut guys, had to talk (laughs) to Tammany Hall. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
3: <laughs> if you want a good book, uh, I don't even know if it's good, but if you want a book on why Tammany Hall is good, actually, yeah, uh, machine made, highly recommend it.
1: Mm. I I love Tammany Hall. I love machine politics. I love sending guys to vote in big beards and then shaving them around the back of the building mm-hmm. to send them in to vote a second time. <laughs> I love this shit so much. I've I've mentioned before that one of my like primary things that I admire in politics is a healthy amount of corruption. I admire Huey Long for this. Yes. Same thing. I admire I admire your kind of your Boss Tweed thing, where you like nothing is too good for the workers, and therefore uh, we will provide them with this sort of marble palace, which we have, like, grifted every single fitting and fixture in there for 5,000 times its price.
0: <laughs> so, Cassidy had stated publicly many times he was above bribery and working with the corrupt spoil system. No you're not, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> which Tammany, of course, would have nothing to do with, you know, they wanted those bribes. You need to pay off the right people. Oh yeah. But these potentially tense political negotiations were cut short when the Tammany supported and first mayor of Greater New York, this was, he was the first mayor after the five boroughs were consolidated, um, Robert Anderson Van Wyck, he was found to have rigged the price of ice.
1: Wait, what? Yep. You could just rig the price of fucking anything back Real in thing. those yeah. days.
0: <laughs> yeah. He he had um he had granted an, an effective monopoly to the American Ice Company to uh, land ice at New York City's piers, right? And ice was a big deal. Everyone had ice boxes. There wasn't really mechanical refrigeration, so of course, all this ice was being collected by people on grueling Arctic expeditions, right? Yeah. yeah. And what the hell else do you put in your G Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. So he had granted this one company a monopoly, and spare he was
1: thought even now, for the uh, the men who went out and, like, seal-skin parkas to hack the ice in your drink off of an iceberg.
0: Oh my god, I got a big chunk of ice, this one's got a penguin in it again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's the third one this month! <laughs> what do I do with this? Uh,
3: have you ever seen Mr. Pepper's penguins? That's what you do, Roz. Uh,
0: this penguin's been frozen for like a month, I don't oh, know no, if he's gonna no, be able no, to do no, tricks. No. <laughs> <laughs> This was known as the Ice Trust Scandal, right? Van Wyck, I think, had made something like four hundred and eighty thousand dollars personally off of uh, the stock uh, price increase of the American Ice Company. It's a lot of money, um, and yeah. this was this was in all of the papers, right? Sure, because again, ice was a much more a much much more uh, necessary commodity at the time, right? So, in the next election, Van Wyck found him running against a reformist. Fusion candidate named Seth Lowe, right? A which now a, a reformist a,
1: a, fusion candidate. Uh, yes, it, he had a, like some features of traditional American diner cuisine, but also a, uh, <laughs> a yes.
3: really, really kick-ass uh, sushi for some reason.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and topping it all, topping it all off, the cook is Dominican. Mm. Doesn't make sense to us either. <laughs> it was a fusion candidate in the sense of fusion power.
0: So. Seth Lowe had united the various warring anti-Tammany factions, right? Who, I should be clear, were also as personally corrupt as Tammany was. Generally (laughs) speaking, yes. Um, And Seth won the next election, along with 39 of the 73 seats in the Board of Aldermen, right? Right. Which is like New York's really big city council. Now, Seth Lowe himself was in support of the New York improvements, right? So the charter was now assured all that was left was some horse trading over whether the Board of Aldermen or the Board of Rapid Transit would award the franchise, right? Sure. And the Aldermen wanted all these unreasonable things, right? Like a union shop, an eight-hour day, preference to immigrant labor, so on and so forth. (laughs) Well,
1: <laughs> All of this unreasonable shit, yeah. 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 Those
0: bastards. Exactly. Well, the Board of Rapid Transit was full of good government types, right? Who didn't care about all that stuff. Right?
3: They <laughs> <laughs> should be honest about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly.
0: In the meantime, all the properties within the project boundaries were emptied, extra police patrols had to be assigned to keep the peace in what was now uh, four deserted blocks of the Tenderloin, right? Oh and- shit,
1: that's like kind of a frightening vibe.
0: Yeah, Cassett agreed to several demands such as an exorbitant rent to the city or he described it as exorbitant, right? Supervision by the Board of Health, extra oh, safety no. provisions in the <laughs> tunnels, right? But he would not budge on any labor provisions. Absolutely he was afraid will not hire the Irish, won't hire- do it. He was afraid the labor provisions would spread to construction projects on the rest of the railroad. Ah, yes.
3: I learned a thing today about Costco that Costco bought uh, stores that were already unionized uh, and then basically gave all those benefits to non-union workers too that they would
0: never try to organize. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the alderman held firm right and so did Cassett Cassett said I'm fed up with this project's off we're not coming to New York City and Everyone hated that, right? Uh, Labor hated it, capital hated it, um, Tammany Hall hated it, all the reformers hated it, they all had lost something and gained nothing, right?
1: Yeah, if you're just taking your ball and going home, like... Right. Exactly.
0: So, the border rapid transit assumed jurisdiction and approved the project without conditions. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. liberalism. Yeah. Roll <laughs>
4: straight over.
0: And after a little bit of extra politicking, the aldermen acceded. The project would go on. They started acquiring property by eminent domain. Demolition proceeded immediately. In 1903, construction began in earnest. The first and hardest part was, of course, building the tunnels.
1: Oh, that's that's an awkward topography.
0: Yes. So what we are looking at here are is a cross section <laughs> of the entire tunnel profile, right? Um, So there were two sets of tunnels that need to be built, the North River tunnels and the East River tunnels, right? Right. The North River tunnels were supposed to be the hard ones. Um, They would be driven under the Hudson River through this horrible river silt that could give way at a moment's notice, right? And this required the use of tunneling shields, right? They didn't have tunnel boring machines then. It was like, a you know, you had a bunch, you had a shield in the front, you could open a little slat, someone would take a little shovel and dig out five inches they'd close it, they'd proceed to the next slab. right? Now, in some locations, the silt was so soft, they didn't actually need to excavate. They could just push on the shield. Shove that bitch hu- out, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they just shove it forward with some hydraulic jacks and all the silt oozed out around, and then they shoveled it into little narrow-gauge train cars, removed Ugh. it from the tunnel, right? Mm. In other locations, you did have to excavate, of course. Um, some days, they made 15 feet a day. Some days they made three, they would shove out, they put big cast iron rings behind the shield. Those were lined with concrete, including, uh, two benches on each side of the track. You can see these here. That was so oh, if yeah. the train derailed, it would keep going straight as opposed to jackknifing and turning into tinder, right? Cause the, uh, the, the, uh, they thought at the beginning they would be running wooden cars into this station. That didn't wind up happening except for, I think, like the first year.
4: Yeah. Tinderbox in a tunnel. Mm.
0: Again, the North River tunnels were supposed to be the difficult ones. Uh, There had been several tunnels driven through the East River previously, and its soil mechanics were a little bit more well-known. And in fact, there were some problems during excavating the North River tunnels. So when they were digging under Weehawken, which is where the Erie Railroads uh, terminal was, uh, they caused a sinkhole. And a bunch Whoops. of freight cars from the Erie Railroad fell in the tunnel. Whoops. That's good, right? Oh dear. Well, free rail cars. Yeah, yeah, free rail cars. This is yeah. where this was while Erie Railroad uh, high up officials were touring the rail yard. Ooh, uh, a yeah. <laughs> good look. Yeah, I just watched. The Freight cars fall in the sinkhole in front of them.
3: Uh, do we own those, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey boss. Didn't uh, we'll know them. you guys were coming in today, like trying to kick, trying to kick a rail car even further in the water.
1: This just like in the tunnel with the rail cars. Like, this isn't necessarily related.
0: <laughs> Maybe you overloaded them, yeah. <laughs> so they were not happy with that, but nevertheless, the North River tunnels proceeded rapidly. And finished in 1906. They did find an unexpected problem when they were finished, though. The yeah, tunnel it's... was found to be rising and falling slightly, just by a little tiny bit.
1: Because it's in like silt it's not anchored very well. It's like anchored to more silt.
4: That's. Ah, this explains my next question, which is going to be why the hell have they piled, screwed a pile through the bottom of the tunnel? Well,
0: these screw piles were intended to counteract this situation, never just,
3: installed. I've just been calling them orgies this whole time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so,
3: it took them two years to figure out why
0: <laughs> it, it took them two years to figure out why the tunnel was doing this. It was rising and falling with the tides. Right? Um, eventually, you know, there were there were some people who were worried, this might make the tunnel unusable. But um, Samuel Reed was like, nah, this is fine. It hasn't worsened. It's probably good. Right. And, um, no, you've made God angry. Yeah. Well, kind of the
1: art of getting away with it here.
0: The tunnels are 114 years old. It hasn't been a problem yet. So, (laughs) oh, okay. Now, the East River tunnels are another matter.
1: I don't love the knowledge of how fragile that is that it's just like in the silt and it just goes up and down with the tides. (laughs) Bouncy, bouncy, rolly, bouncy. (laughs)
0: Mm. So, the East River Tunnels, there were four tubes that were going to be driven under the East River. Two for the Long Island Railroad, two for the Pennsylvania, right? The engineer in charge was a guy named Alfred Noble. Ah, oh, that guy! No, a different guy. Oh. oh. Not that guy. No, not the dynamite guy. This is the guy who did the Sioux Locks and the Panama Canal, right? Oh. No. True. Like the man with the plan. The American mm. Society of Civil Engineers does uh, award a Nobel Prize every year. <laughs> just, just to
2: like,
3: just as a, as a fuck you,
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> Doesn't quite so, pull the numbers.
0: Noble wanted all the tunnels to proceed at the same spa- a pace, right? So he frequently reassigned crews to different tunnel heads. Why? Right.
4: Why why is that used? What for? What benefit? I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> to, to do what, like to,
1: muscle confusion on the silt.
0: The main, <laughs> the main thing this caused was confusion and delay.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> Not to mention some labor unrest.
3: Yeah. You
0: know, uh, and people weren't familiar with the crews they were going to be working with every night or every day. Right. You know, and they encountered some unexpected geology. Right. Oh,
4: that's exactly what you want to encounter.
0: That's a yeah.
3: I want to hear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they encountered some pockets of sand and glacial till. Right. And uh, when, you know, that was that was entirely different from the silt. You wound up with blowouts. You end up what having pressure blowouts. Blowout is, oh, so these tunnels are pressurized while they're under construction to keep the water out, right? Sure. Um, And so, what happens in a blowout, let me skip ahead and announce a little bit. A blowout is when um, essentially the air finds a way out of the tunnel into the riverbed. And then it forms a big bubble that, like,
3: oh, goes, it's a queef. It's a queef. Yeah,
0: it goes straight up out of the river and <laughs> it's you get a like queef a little geyser, us. right? It's a queef. So ah. it, now blowouts are a particularly nasty way to get killed. There's a number of ways to get killed in a blowout if you're sandhog, right? The air pressure drops really rapidly. So you might get, oh, the, you bends. get the bends. You get oh. the bends. That's one oh. option. The other option is that once the air pressure drops, the water rushes in and you drown, right? Oh, I'll take that one. Now, the third option, the third option is you get sucked up with the air pressure and then you wound up embedded in the riverbed. Fuck no, <laughs> no, no, thank you. Give me the bends. Yeah, I'll take the bends.
3: I'll risk the bends at that
1: point.
0: Now there was one guy. This is in a different tunnel. This was uh, how the fuck do you die in quicksand underwater? That's the
1: worst <laughs> shit I've ever heard.
0: There was one guy when they were building the tunnel for what's now the two and three train uh, in 1916. There was a sandhog named Marshall Maybe, right, who got sucked out of the tunnel while the uh, in a blowout and he was expelled from the East River in a 25-foot geyser. Fuck no. Nope. <laughs>
1: some That's all the
4: kids want these days. Some guys...
1: I, I was
0: looking for the drop as you said that. <laughs> <laughs> was he, he was picked up by some guys in a passing barge. They took him to the hospital, they found he only had some bruises, he was back to work the next day. Give <laughs> the guy a day off. Nice. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only
1: thing I have to say is suck this place dry. If <laughs> you think we have time. <laughs> so
0: anyway, the, uh, uh, in the East River tunnels, they had so many blowouts they had to start staging barges above the tunnel head on the river to dump tons of cement Why? and You're clay. You're going to your head when you get mm. over there. <laughs> Funk. So that, that barge would, if there was a blowout, they immediately was worried you'd just come home
3: slurring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's only sustained minor
3: brain damage, boss. it was fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the, uh,
0: the barges would be able to dump cement and clay over the blowout immediately to, you know, oh, uh, make the uh, the problem less bad. Although it didn't solve it, right? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you just still get the bends, and also like your both your eardrums just get like
0: fucked. Yeah, you're yes. fucked. You, now the, you get you get turned into Elmo at that point. Mm. The the media Elma? the media did greatly exaggerate difficulties building the tunnels. They were very difficult to build, but the media was like, "Oh yeah, they killed twenty guys a day here, right?" <laughs> um, but you know they they eventually shut up when the Pennsylvania Railroad hired our friend Ivy Ledbetter Lee, who, as we mentioned in two episodes ago. Or the first Penn Central episode. Oh, the Nazi He's guy. The Nazi guy. Yeah, the, the guy. God. God. Ah, he did, he yeah, did yeah. PR for the Nazis later. Um, He developed an innovative new way of quelling the press, which was called issuing a press release. Right.
4: Oh, I thought you were going to say which was called murdering, <laughs> oh, to say, was called murdering. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah, he, was no. The, he
1: was the guy who understood that the journalist is at heart lazy, and so yeah. if you give them an article that's already written, they'll print it. Exactly. Wait. the Uh. Oh.
0: There you go. Yeah. So this is this method has been used to great success by corporations ever since. Created a generation of lazy stenographers who called themselves journalists. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so the East River (laughs) tunnels were completed in 1908. Um, this left the question of the station, right? Um, which is where we have to introduce an architecture firm. Uh oh. Oh no. So this. Is Charles Fallon McKim, right? He was a son of Quaker abolitionists. This is William Rutherford Meade, a cousin of Rutherford Hayes, who was a questionably legitimate president of the United States, who ended Reconstruction. <laughs> and this is this is Stanford White, a pedophile
1: um, <laughs> of, of such things are architecture firms made. Two two prodigious <laughs> mustaches, an extremely well supported dome of a head, and also uh, pedophilia. Yes.
0: Together, they formed an architecture firm called McKim, Mead, and White, which is like a whiskey. Yeah, which was to become one of the most influential and respected architecture firms ever. Is it now, still around? Sort of.
1: Oh, has it been like not, amalgamated into something that's like six letters or whatever?
0: No, it got um. It, it the firm was renamed um at some point. Load bearing nonsense. And it may mm. or may <laughs> not. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they exist in any meaningful form. anymore. Okay,
2: sure. Um, yeah.
0: Right, but they uh, their last like notable work was like nineteen sixty something. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, well. Depending on who you are, you might argue their last notable work was like 1895. Um, <laughs> New money trash. Yeah, <laughs> so they got their start designing houses in what's called the shingle style, right? Throughout New yeah, England, I hate and, it. yeah, and the, like the what's 1880s all the shingle right? style. I like Ugh. shingle style. why uh-huh. this is uh-huh. the this is the William Lowe House up here, right? Which is the most notable one. Here's the Isaac Bell House down here. I like the top um,
1: one. I don't like the bottom yeah. one.
0: Good news, oh, is... the
3: William Lowe House was raised in 1962. Oh. Hooray! Oh my god.
0: So, <laughs> um, and they did a couple buildings you might call Richard, Sony, and Romanesque, uh, but they really made it big when they won the contract to design- They did the
3: Boston Public Library
0: too, which I quite like. Hmm. They they won the contract to design Madison Square Garden 2. right?
1: Madison oh, Square garden
0: Yes, <laughs> Madison um, cube garden. Come on. It was right there. <laughs> Vincent Scully, uh, the architecture critic, um, saw the, uh, once said about the William Lowe house is sort of once a climax and kind of conclusion for McKim, Mead and White. Um, you know, since it was, uh, almost, he said it was almost immediately abandoned by the more conventionally conceived columns and pediments of McKim, Mead and White's later buildings. Essentially they stopped doing original things once they realized they could make money just doing beaux-arts,
1: right? Mm. Um yeah. <laughs> I like this fucking like big renaissance palazzo up here.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I mean that that's Madison Square Garden too. It's 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 a fun little building, right? Well, not a little building. It's, it's a big, big building, right? It's a fun but, little uh, big
1: building. Yeah. So campanile on the top, you know.
0: They started doing much more formal like beaux-arts style buildings because they 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 had much more prestigious clients. They made a lot more money. They could do bigger buildings. So, stuff like the entire campus of Columbia University, for instance. Um, <clears throat> here's the Agricultural Building at the World's Columbian Exhibition in Chicago, which Louis Sullivan said set back American architecture by 50 years.
1: So <laughs> 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 like the Brighton Pavilion, but less imaginative. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: Um, the firm only got more prestigious after something called the Trial of the Century, and that was Ooh. the criminal trial after. Oh, this is st- his favorite thing. Yeah, that was the criminal <laughs> trial after Stanford White was murdered by Harry Kendall Thaw on the roof of his own building, Madison Square Garden, too, in front of an audience uh, for being a pedophile.
1: I mean, yeah, you victimless with that. crime. Yeah. Yeah. Victimless yeah, yeah, yeah. Crime. <laughs> Advanced <laughs> form of <laughs> self-defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. No jury it, it, would convict.
0: It's a little more complicated than that, Harry Kendall Thaw also had some proclivities. Wasn't someone fucking someone's sisters? Uh, uh, they were, no. like,
1: fighting over a child at the time, mm-hmm. Great. Stan- <laughs> no,
0: Stanford White had fucked uh, Harry Kendall Thaw's wife there while go. she was 16. Oh, oh wait, I no. know about
1: this, because I know about Jeez. the fucking wife, too, she was uh, like an early celebrity, right? Um, yes. Uh, fucking De- B- 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 uh, Evelyn Nesbit, right? Yes, yes, Evelyn Nesbit.
3: Jesus, pulling that shit from that yeah, was yeah, amazing.
1: Wow. No, no, no. <laughs> because she, I, I, I read um, uh, Greg Jenner's book, "Dead Famous: A History of Celebrity," and and Evelyn Nesbit and her fucking like pedophilic love triangle is like sort of the prototypical wow, early twentieth century uh, like debutante celebrity thing. It's like she was one of the first
0: models, even. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. I mean, it nothing is, changes. Yeah.
0: The, the, the murder itself was... Um, so oh, when, when Thaw shot White um, in front of a whole bunch of people, That's they all deal. thought it was a oh, fun... Oh, he shot him.
4: That's disappointing. I yeah. was hoping it would have been knife. There we are. Well, mm-hmm. they
0: all thought it was some kind of fun party trick and they all applauded. <laughs> oh, like and realized <laughs> That was a murder. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, he, he, he approached him, produced a pistol, said, you've ruined my wife, which is the oh weirdest God, possible line. thing you could say, and then uh, shot him twice in the face and once in the chest. Now, this, this happened I gotta when- I gotta ask the question though, why stop at 3?
2: You're
1: already like, oh, all right, I I'm gonna wouldn't work this dude on a rooftop with, like go, with a nineteen
0: oh six pistol, you're taking your life in your hands
1: for each time you pull that trigger. I know right? that's true. But uh, like yeah,
0: well, you know, I'm cranking the big knob that says gunshots to see if I get applause or not, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so the um uh this happened in the middle of the Penn Station project, which is also another interesting thing, is that Harry Kendall Thaw was the son of a major Pennsylvania Railroad freight forward are a little awkward. Um mm, kind of now,
1: like uh you know, the planning meetings are a bit weird once like one of the architects has been shot in the
0: face <laughs> by one of the clients. <laughs> oh no, you just do a weekend, you just do a weekend of you a type of thing. It's fine. So, but when they were what when they were designing the station, right? So Alexander Cassett didn't know shit about architecture or architecture firms but he wanted rival to rival the New York Central's under-construction Grand Central Terminal. And Samuel Rees suggested, why don't you use McKim, Mead, and White. Um, and this was a match made in heaven, because Cassett didn't know shit about architecture, and McKim, uh... Mead, and White had never designed a train station. Hell oh, yeah. <laughs> perfection.
1: Absolute perfection. The blandest possible station, please. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So Cassett's intention, you have a grand entrance to New York City for long-distance and inner-city travelers and only inner-city and long-distance travelers, right? Commuters would, of course, continue using exchange Place for convenient ferries in the new Hudson and Manhattan railroad tubes to access the financial district, which is where the jobs were, right? So the station was designed as such. Uh, now, Charles McKim got the broad outlines of the station and talked uh, Cassett out of the most stupid things he suggested. Put a hotel on top. No. Hey, it worked uh, for some Pancras. Yeah. Well, yeah. it worked for most things, and 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 and, and Charles McKim was like, "No, nah, no, nah, we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna keep this low slung and Greco-Roman as fuck." Right. Um, it's a
1: fucking. um, It's a curia for trains. Yes. Those big arch windows. I mean
0: yeah yeah so you know he he talked him out of the hotel on top he talked he talked him out of cheaping out on the main waiting room because Cassett wanted to keep this low slung instead of having the massive diocletian windows um now the the, the responsibility for the design of the station was divided vertically right everything below street wet level was the railroad's problem, and everything above street level was the architect's problem right um And there's a lot of stuff that wasn't worked out until last minute. So, for example, it wasn't until they were actually building the platforms that someone was like, you know, these should probably be high-level platforms and not flat platforms that are, like, on the ground, right? Where you have to Uh, step up onto the train, right? Um, The overall design was, again, it was focused on one type of traffic, the one that was supposed, the railroad expected to increase indefinitely, which is the long-distance passenger, right? Hmm. Um, that seems
4: sustainable.
0: Yeah, obviously. Uh, there, you're never going to have a reduction in long distance rail traffic. Never. Um, never right. ever.
1: So, so you've you prepared a little like virtual tour for us here.
0: i got a virtual tour of the Ooh. old Penn Station, right? So let's say you enter through the front door here, right, and you go through this sort of Doric, um, not quite temple front, I don't know what you call it when there's not a pediment on there. Right. this is whole like thing. a
1: colonnade, I guess. Yeah,
0: this whole thing is uh, this whole thing is made out of pink granite, uh, <sighs> just a little bit pink, right? Uh, but you got this sort of austere Doric thingamajig, right? So we're on the plan, we're over here, right? And we proceed forward through the long shopping arcade, right? Oh. Okay, yeah. So even back then, the train station was a mall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. did we have a Pizzeria Uno, at least. Uh, no. <laughs> rat
1: bastard Nazis. I don't think they'd invented it yet. <laughs> I'm thinking they invented um, rat bastard Nazis yet, it was
0: 1911. Also true. Now They're you, getting there. But yeah. If, yeah, exactly. They haven't quite gotten there yet. They gotta do World War One first. first. Um, <laughs> about the time that John
1: Moses Browning was about to invent a much more effective way to shoot pedophiles in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Now, if you were, um if you were arriving if if you were the sort of clientele which you know the station was really designed for you might bypass the shopping arcade entirely you might arrive by cab which went down a big ramp right that delivered you directly into the main concourse here right um, uh, there's nowhere to sit down sick of this anti homeless yeah. bullshit <laughs> oh. or excuse me no, the main make, concourse this is the general for everyone <laughs> this, this is the general waiting room. Excuse if me. If I want to sit down, scale. I have
1: to. I have to buy some food, and mm-hmm. like because it's 1911, the place that I buy food from is called like Harry's Horse Meat
0: Pies. Yeah, you got it. You uh, <laughs> got it. A <laughs> Horn and Hardart Automat. So um. The old hooligans' <laughs> Irish pub. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the scale is quite something.
4: I mean, well, oh, at least at least the tradarch people are happy anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Return. So, guys, the idea is you start to proceed downwards as you approach the trains. Right? Um, You go into this space. This is um, based on the Baths of Carcalla, or the tepidarium. I, I I knew I was fucking. I knew I wasn't crazy. It's not a curia. It's a baths. It's a bath. It's a tepidarium. Uh, Ah, it's twenty percent larger than the original. Uh Um, you got your your big columns. You got your (laughs) Diocletian windows. You got your Coffered groin vaults, right? You Look, know? I, it's supposed
1: yeah. to be uh, architecturally it's a tepidarium, and yet yeah. when I take all my clothes off and start
0: stridgeling myself in there, <laughs>
1: well, people
2: act <laughs> as if I'm insane.
0: <laughs> you got a, a statue of Alexander Cassett himself here in a niche.
4: Oh, the, obviously,
0: yeah, one of the few, uh, st- uh, one of the few statues in there. Uh, I think Samuel Ree was on the other side because I think both of them died before it was finished. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's a big dumb beaux space, right? You know, uh, and if you wanted seating for ticketed passengers, we're in here, right? Uh, for ticketed passengers, here's the women's waiting room and here's the men's waiting room. Hmm, mm, yeah, mm. Ugh. I don't know what happens if you want to, you know, wait together. Um, no, Sean, yeah, yeah, that's not acceptable. acceptable. <laughs> not acceptable. Alright, so once we've gone through here, you could get tickets over here, right? Um, once we've gone through the general waiting room, you go to the concourse, right? Which is your big glass, grind-vaulted sort of thing, right, you know, it's all made oh, out of steel. it's a bit paddington Yeah, a little bit. Um, and you could see, you know, the trains and, you know, walk down the stairwell there. Right.
1: I wonder who made that clock.
0: Uh, I believe it would be Benrus
1: <laughs>
0: mm. yeah. excellent
4: clock I actually, this is my favorite bit so far this is nice this is a nice train
0: shed oh yeah this is a very nice train shed you could you know all the floors were made out of little glass blocks so when you went down a platform level you had lots of light oh um, hell yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that um, the columns have this sort of deliberately industrial look which is very uncharacteristic for McKim That's um, good. you know this was sort of uh, it's one of these buildings which is sort of transitional from you know, sort of a, a formal bozar to, like, this is the high-tech space where the electric trains are, right? Sort of business um,
1: in the front, party in the back sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Right.
4: Also, some seriously nice-looking slab track there. Just just gonna, you know... Oh, yeah. Since, he, since you've got me on, you know, <laughs> be rude not to.
0: So there's a... and there's, a, there's an upper concourse for arrivals, uh... Hold on i forget the upper concourse is for departures the lower concourse was for arrivals right uh so you know I, 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 this was all separated right just to uh for 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 extra space right mm. now
1: and the, the effect is you come in and you like descend the stair right yes
0: like a and debutante. Were, yes uh, mm. or you or you take an elevator there were also elevators oh. that's so, all as um, glamorous Ross. Yeah. Uh, well you know you might have a bunch of luggage We'll Fuck get yeah. to that problem in a second.
1: <laughs> no, and no, they, no. Your you, your servant fucking has the luggage. Yeah, or uh, they get the board. elevator. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
0: apparently, there was a big shortage of them for most of the station's existence. Um. Mm. So, you descended the stairs to the most modern trains in existence. Right. Um. This is a a DD one uh, electric locomotive. Right. Ran off a third rail. Um. You can see it. it, has. it's one of the old-timey ones where there's a big motor in the middle, and the wheels are driven by a jackshaft. Oh crikey,
4: it's looks like, like, like a, they've gone, make the steam train, but it's not a steam train
1: <laughs> style. <laughs> no, it's electric yeah. now, yeah. It's yeah. wild, it's like a big insectoid submarine. That's so happy yes. to see you! <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, you know, these, the, the, these these brought you as through the North River tubes, as far as Manhattan transfer in Harrison, New Jersey, the train would stop, they'd put a steam locomotive on, you'd have passengers who'd join the train at that point if they had commuted by the Hudson and Manhattan Railroad from uh, the financial district, right? Um, then you're brought swiftly to your destination, Pittsburgh, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Chicago, or whatever, right? And this is a very grand and extremely impressive journey for the long-distance traveler. You also had these brand new steel cars here, right? Um, This is
1: crazy expensive, right, I assume? Yeah, this
0: is all all very very new, very expensive. No one thought you could build a steel rail car before they actually started doing it, because they thought it would be too rigid, and it would shake itself apart. Once Um, again, theory is vindicated. (laughs) (laughs) This is is the experience for the long distance traveller.
4: I'm noticing a general omission of the experience for uh,
0: anyone else. All right. Now if you're taking the Long Island Railroad in here, you get oh. <laughs> you oh, get dear. you get dumped into one of the side tracks under a street, right? <laughs> and then you put they put you in the lower concourse and they say go to the subway. Go to the subway right no. now. Smell crazy <laughs> in, Fuck in there. You, you rat! <laughs> you rat! You piece
1: of shit! Yeah, you the cops deserve to like, suffer. are allowed to hit you with like whips on your way there. Yeah, yeah. They,
0: they're hitting you with like uh,
1: a person. Yeah, come yeah. on, pull. this they is for, for sure been in a new this form is of cop for people. This, <laughs> yeah, this must be about the time of the rise of the transit cop, right? Yeah, the uh, systematization real- and the professionalization of railroad police. Oh no, railroad police
0: had been like around since like the civil war uh yeah
4: the Uh, subway specific one
0: well you could uh you go to the railroad museum of pennsylvania they have a old old timey pennsylvania railroad police cop uniform on display and it's got like a they got like a Nazi armband, but with a keystone on yeah, it. Yeah,
3: it's 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 not great optics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean,
1: didn't
0: didn't didn't
1: the federal government take the title "special agent" for its investigators off of the Union
0: Pacific Police too? That that sounds about right to me. Oh my! Now even then, um, you know the old the old Long Island Railroad concourse. It was a dark and dingy. wasn't as dark and dingy as it could have been because you still got the glass blocks up there, right? You see this nice old timey elevator shaft here, right? Um, it looks like steerage in the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, that's the sort of that's the sort of feeling we're getting here, right? It's very functional. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't hate the aesthetic, but it's you're allowed yeah. to glimpse
1: upwards the mm-hmm. um, the like the you, nice you people. Could, yeah. you,
0: could, you could experience being trampled underfoot by capital. <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> Hey, don't don't laugh. This is exactly what the HS2 station at Houston will be.
2: More yeah, of that <laughs> later.
0: Another part of the station was building the New York Connecting Railroad, right? Um, you know, in 1917, they opened the New York Connecting Railroad, which we mentioned before, connecting the New Haven Railroad to the terminal, making it possible to take one train from Boston to New York City to Washington DC. Right. It also facilitated a bunch of freight operations on Long Island, but the big one was. Gustav Lindenthal finally got his bridge.
4: Hooray! The yeah. Hellgates. Oh, yeah.
0: come on, man. That's not mega bridge. Paint that bridge, please. I'm I begging you. Is, I think this is right before they comprehensively painted it. It looks better also, now. Uh,
1: are these men playing cricket? Yes. In the United States oh, of America? There's, y- yes,
0: there's a cricket field at the base of the playful uh, play bridge. Ridiculous. Yes, I, I know
3: it's probably very important to the diaspora, but I'm begging you to play football
0: instead. I always thought <laughs> I always thought if you played cricket in the United States, a bunch of guys would show up in black vans and send you to a black site. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I, you're not allowed to have that knowledge here. Absolutely. <laughs>
4: Wait, Wait. So this is so this is 1917.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, when did the when did the st- that was that was the connecting railroad in 1917? but When did the actual station open for uh,
1: passengers?
0: Station opened 1910. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm I'm
1: consumed with visions of of uh, an American with an American accent saying things like a sticky wicket or silly mid-on, and I'm just it doesn't work. It's uh, this is psychic violence that I've inflicted upon myself
0: here. Hey, uh, it's Brooklyn. I got two hundred ninety-three runs. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I next slide, please. <laughs> 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 so yeah, they opened the station to public 1910 after ah. both Cassett and Charles McKim were dead. Um, yeah, this is another another project which killed a lot of people. Mm. Um and sure digital clock in the background there. Oh, yeah. uh, oh shit, nice. Yeah. This is uh this is a later, later photo of the station. Um, now they they had some problems with the station almost immediately, right? Some oh. of which were pretty minor. Uh the skylights leaked. Ah, All of them. That's a standard. That's normal. snowmobile. The, snow yeah. the, snow uh, yeah. the bi level design was confusing to some passengers. Oh, no. Um, you had an inherent problem with the design that the vertical distance from the street level to the platform was very high 45 feet from platform to surface. And oh, they sort of tried to mitigate that with this long processional entrance. But also, that meant you had to walk pretty far to the platform. Um, the station, as built, had only one escalator. Right. (laughs) Which if you want to move a lot of people over a vertical distance, you use escalators, right? (laughs) They're they're the most efficient way of moving a lot of people over a vertical distance. Um, and you have an elevator for like disabled people or people who need to use a wheelchair, right? But you have Mm -hmm. you have the escalator moves a shitload of people really efficiently. And they only had one of them, right? Yeah. Oh dear. They only need one. Well. I mean, there's there's a lot of platforms. Saves as white rods. <laughs> so all these passengers are like hauling their own luggage up and down all these stairs all the way up to the street. No, the their street porters are doing it for the bras. Uh, yeah, I, they We're always short of porters, though. Um, yeah, right, because everybody right,
1: looks at it and they're like, who who the fuck would want this job? Those yeah. guys! <laughs> yeah.
0: They had a lot of elevators, most of them were dedicated to baggage and express freight, Um. They later installed a whole bunch of escalators, but the big problem was still coming, right? Is so that Penn Station oh, was designed. Prop, too. To... <laughs> Penn Station was designed
1: for. <laughs> Sorry, so I had a there. You oh, killed me. God. I'm dead. There we <laughs>
3: go.
1: <laughs> oh, it's your own time thank you're you, wasting. You're welcome.
0: Penn Station was designed for long distance trains. The long distance train shows up to the platform, they idle there for a while. They get loaded up with staff and supplies. The passengers board pretty leisurely. Yeah, the train looks like a cruise ship. It's like a yeah. cruise ship. And hmm. That means you can get away with having a lot of narrow platforms instead of a few wide ones, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because sure. this this one's going to New York. This one's going to like Buffalo. This one's going to Chicago. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I assume this it doesn't, but does this
3: it- have anything to do with the madhouse that is boarding at Penn Station today? Yes.
0: Oh, okay. Uh- <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, um, you go. yeah, at this point, you might be running, you know, you're running long distance trains once, twice a day. Maybe it's busy. You're running some extras. So, you know, you're you, you're you're not you're not trying. You don't have to run a whole bunch of trains frequently off of these platforms, at least as it was intended. Right. Um, but it's very at odds with the commuter train. Right. Which arrives. It farts out as many passengers as possible <laughs> as quickly as possible. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> right then needs to quickly take on passengers going the opposite direction, at least in theory, or it runs through, and through running at Penn is a problem we'll get to later. Um, But that requires large platforms for the passengers to spread out and a way for them to quickly get to the concourse and get the fuck out of the station, right? Mm, Um, Sure. Now, Penn Station was completed before it got any subway connections, and it functioned as intended for a while, right? But uh, fairly shortly afterwards, the 7th Street uh, IRT line arrived in 1917 with a shuttle to Times Square, and then they opened the full line in 1918. The Independent Subway 8th Avenue line, that's the ACE trains. It was the 123 one, trains before. That showed up in 1932. All of a sudden, for some reason, and no one could have predicted this, <laughs> but suddenly the Long Island Railroad Flatbush Terminal and the Pennsylvania Railroad's Exchange Place we're suddenly a lot less attractive for commuters. But it's the
1: place where you exchange. It Um, says in the name. Didn't you guys read? Not anymore. That's where they're
4: supposed to go, why did the commuters not pay attention to where they're
3: supposed to be? (laughs) I love the idea of like a SEPTA study or something that's like, we can't do this because all passengers are
2: idiots.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We would be a much better railroad if we simply did not allow passengers. That is the general class one railroad opinion. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's not far off. (laughs) Uh, pleased to announce my new role at Norfolk Southern.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The number one rule about running a profitable railroad is not to run any trains. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, Liam, congratulations
1: on your role as Senior Vice President of putting coal trains on the ground.
0: Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) The other issue was, the station itself had spurred a bunch of development in midtown, right? Uh, Areas like Times Square suddenly became much more prestigious. You know, and you had like these midtown skyscrapers showed up, like this Chrysler hey, Building, at, like, the Old Empire State of, Building
1: <laughs> of Times Square. It looks like a giant pile of shit. Looks mm-hmm. like ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Don't oh, worry, it um, still does. <laughs> you see, it went.
0: It was ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag, and then it got nice, and then it got shitty again, and now it's nice again, which sucks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was strange. Like uh, read um, uh, Times Square Red, Times Square Blue uh, for some like authentic nineteen eighties, seventies, and eighties filth.
3: Uh, Roz is only mad because he is banned from life from the uh, the Times Square M M&M and M store.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is is the Times Square M M&M and M store at all like the Leicester Square M M&M and M store? kind of like tourist fly paper?
3: Yeah. Uh, I like it there. Uh, which probably says more about me than it does about the
2: Mars
0: Corporation. Yeah, I but... was I was way too into the green M M&M. <laughs> <laughs> and M. You Tucker Carlson. <laughs> um. Anyway, and so. Uh, The station uh, spends most of its life doing something it's not intended to do, right? Same. Which is commuter trains. Uh, And they start trying to modify it over time, right? Um, So, uh, for instance, they installed overhead wire for trains that went as far as uh, uh, Washington, D.C. and Harrisburg and New Haven, right? And that meant they had to enclose the concourse, no more light open and airy stuff, because otherwise people will trip and fall on the wires and die. Right. <laughs> Who um, cares? Uh, they installed some escalators in the 1930s, which I really like the contrast of the escalator with the big Bozar, You know, uh, uh, yeah. bullshit. I do too, it's but like no. weirdly steep compared to the stairs. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to walk down them. You know, mm, I you don't guess need so. the rest of the landing, right? Yeah. Uh, they started putting advertisements in there, and only advertisements were for cars and airlines. <laughs> for f- yeah. For
4: God's sake.
0: World War II was really hard on the building. Um, the big glass concourse had to be painted black in case of an air raid, well, and they d- from where? <laughs> yeah, b- by the one. America from bomber. Where? The America <laughs> bomber. <laughs> yeah, you never know when the zeros are going to show up out of nowhere. Uh, you know? yeah. uh, <laughs> and in the, the meantime, will simply light them on fire. <laughs> in the meantime, the railroad itself was increasingly divesting from its unprofitable commuter trains, right? And they were only operating them where required by law. So the Pennsylvania Railroad had purchased new MP54 multiple unit cars. Those are the ones we saw for the Long Island Railroad before. Yeah. They bought them in 1908. They bought identical cars in 1915 and 1926. Oh dear. Uh, The Long Island Railroad bought identical cars uh, the last delivered in 1930. And these were the last, last commuter cars either railroad bought until they were sort of forced to in the 50s. Right. Um... And as these cars aged, their reliability decreased and decreased. Commuter service became more expensive to operate, more unreliable, less profitable, less pleasant to use, right? I
4: mean, you can see by the... the, the, the that picture is showing a busy station, right? Yes. So, unprofitable, but clearly highly in demand.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, you had, you had sort of the... Uh, uh, it's, it's, like, it's like Yogi Berra said... Nobody <laughs> goes there anymore. It's too crowded. Mm.
4: Yeah,
0: because uh, you were running fewer and fewer commuter trains, and so everyone was packing on to fewer and fewer trains. Right, oh so the service God. was worse, and only you know the people who absolutely needed to use the service were using it. Of course, they couldn't. And afford the whole to pay. time they're yeah. being
1: advertised to why, You know, if you drove, you'd be home by now."
0: Exactly, because uh, you're also building big highway projects. Automobile travel is more accessible. Airlines are taking away the high wealth intercity travelers, which Penn Station was designed for, right?
4: Um, Not even Moses' time yet, and it's still yes. The trajectory is being set.
0: Um, well, Moses had built a whole bunch of parkways in Long Island, which definitely took away from the Long Island Railroad commuters. Uh, Jersey was still fucked. Um, yeah, but if you
1: if you if you say if you're Don Draper, you're trying to get home from Madison Avenue to Austenning, then yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um the biggest intervention came in the 50s the general waiting room was renovated with a new ticket counter called the clamshell that's this right here right which sort of blocked the grand procession with the large cantilevered steel awning in the shape of an airfoil you know why airline it's, stuff it's indoors modernity yeah, i know right? it's modernity right um, they wrapped all the columns in plastic so they were easier to clean,
2: uh, uh, oh, the thing is they
0: wrapped, they wrapped all the dirt in there so they weren't cleaned at all. The station was covered in grime and dirt and nicotine. Right? Because uh, everyone's smoking in there, because it's the 50s. Um, it looked, looked like
1: pink head. granite with an inch
0: thick layer of, yeah, uh, it's of tobacco just, on just it. yellow, yeah. So it looked like hell, it Looks was really crowded. <laughs> it was obviously falling apart and the railroad didn't maintain it because it didn't want it and didn't need it and didn't make money off of it right the the Pennsylvania railroad was trying to end all commuter services early as the ni- late 1950s um Ugh. I mean they just wanted they just wanted the station gone if they had if they had their druthers they would abandon the whole new york connecting railroad um but uh the only thing that kept the trains running were legal mandates right um, hey. And the tr- even as ridership was declining, as I mentioned before, the trains were getting more crowded. Um, but the city couldn't force the railroad to maintain the station or to keep it around. So in 1954, the air rights were sold to a guy named William Zeckendorf. Right? Those plans for redevelopment ca- fell through. But in 1962, a better offer came around. Hooray! Oh. <laughs> oh. Madison Square Garden four. It's not even square. It's, it's not square. It's, not square. it's square. round. I don't see any squares there. Yeah. Madison
1: Circle Garden. James
3: Dolan Madi- sell the team. So
0: <laughs> the Pennsylvania Railroad executives and the railroad itself both had shares in these things called the New York Islanders and the New York Knicks. Ugh. Right. <laughs> and they both needed a new stadium. Why not put it on top of that useless old railroad terminal?
3: I have reasons. I hate the fucking <laughs> aisles. Is that good enough? <laughs> so a guy named With Apologies Irving- to our former roommate. Fuck your hockey team.
0: <laughs> a guy named Irving M. Felt, felt felt the same way. Right. In return for the air rights, he'd offer the railroad a brand new air conditioned station at no cost and a twenty five percent stake in the new Madison Square Garden. And the Pennsylvania Railroad's new CEO. Stuart T. Saunders thought it was a great deal. Ugh. So the contract was signed, Penn Station was coming down. The same Stuart Saunders who just, you know, come in from Norfolk and Western to manage the uh Penn Central merger, of course. Guy who looked a bit more. How, like, much, uh, how e- much of, e- Isles Isles of Dick Cheney?
3: How much of the Isles of <laughs> the Knicks
0: does a PRR own at this point? Um, I don't remember the stake offhand. Okay. Um, but it was it was it was less than fifty percent. But it was a yeah. good chunk. Yeah. And I'm All sure right. the executives owned a whole bunch through their investing club, right? Sure. <laughs> mm. Now the uh, the New York Times editorial board uh, wrote that you know until the first blow fell, no one was really convinced that Penn Station would be demolished or that New York would prevent uh, permit this monumental act of vandalism. Against one of the largest and finest landmarks of its age of Roman elegance, right? Yeah, there was this
1: campaign to save Penn Station, right?
0: Oh yeah, there was a campaign to save Penn Station and it had some pretty, pretty wild people in it. But you know, one of the things they did is they kept the station open while they were demolishing it. So every day you walked they in, killed it with its eyes open. Everything got yeah. a little shittier. You could see sort of the condition of the station when they were demolishing oh, yeah, yeah. it. Everything's covered in grime all nasty and dirty 26
4: is happening at the same pretty much exactly the same time as um as the old Euston uh, was being pulled down in London and it which also was like this kind of greco-roman sort of monument I mean, it was a shit station frankly <laughs> but it was but it was you know, our shit was station grand.
0: yeah mm. it was our shit station goddamn it no i, I you <laughs> can trust me you can, see, uh, I, you can see. I hate the,
1: the fucking jaunty like uh, advertisement hoarding on the front yeah. for like the new Madison Square Garden Sports Center. Is that GG one on it though?
0: Uh, yes, over here. You know, you'd be yum able, yum. well, it's a new air conditioned station. They're offering you. Consider that. Mm. Um, <laughs> and you can see here's here's one of the columns being removed on the interior. You can see it's a pla- it's plaster around a steel beam. Oh, there's cheating bastards! Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it is um, sort of you know. It was. Uh, it's a
4: set. It's just a set. It is. Oh. It was just a set.
0: I mean, although one of the weird things is if you look at it now, this this kind of plaster work, you, you it's very hard to do. You need a ninety yeah. year old Italian man to do it. Right. I mean, it's a set piece, but it's a set. We even can't even do the set piece anymore too easily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, it took it took a couple years to take it down. They built the uh, the stadium within the footprint of the station as it was being demolished. Oh, that
1: sucks too. Because the oh, the, dear. the
0: front was uh, the front is actual granite, and it was really hard. Why didn't they just down. leave
3: it at that point? That could have yeah. been cool. That would have been kind of cool, actually. Yeah, because we can't have nice things. Gareth, come on now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now Irving felt said he believed that the gain from the new buildings and the sports center would more than offset any aesthetic loss. And he said, 50 years from now, when it's time for Madison Square Garden to be torn down, there'll be a new group of architects who protest."
1: Uh-uh. Eh. Yeah, no, <laughs> um. <laughs> wrongo. So there's
0: there's a facet of protest that a lot of people focus on here, which is we had a lot of architects, architecture critics, people like that come out to save Penn Station, right? So you know, here's here's a here's a photo here with here's Jane Jacobs, right? Here's noted fascist sympathizer Philip Johnson. Um, oh dear. <laughs> what's I, I feel like less publicized is a sort of long, slow simmering protest from people who actually you know use the trains, for which this is more than like an aesthetic loss; it's an active degradation of train service, right?
4: Yeah, like uh, tens of thousands of workers yeah, a day. you're
0: talking hundreds of thousands of people each day,
1: right? Oh, they don't Not matter. Crazy. They don't yeah. matter. What, you <laughs> know, em. where's their fucking architecture journal, huh, if they're so smart?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the implication here is, buy a car. <laughs> fuck you. Right? <laughs> Jeez. Haven't so, yeah. you said, fuck
3: you, buy a car to some people, Raz? Uh
0: Yes you the have. Am- the Amish are different. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, but the Penn Station that was coming was an objectively worse station from a lot of aspects. Right. Um, you know, and everyone involved in this process uh, was worse off at the end of it, except for a few Pennsylvania Railroad executives. Right. Um, you know, this is just it's it's an indignity that was, you know, forced on a lot of people. I mean, obviously, Penn Station is, you know, it was designed as this sort of upper class, you know, uh, a portal to the city, which was only for uh you know the the best of the best but what it turned into was this is the space where everyone goes and you know there's some some amount of uh, uh what do you call it um you know you, you entered the city with you know a certain amount of dignity right um and yeah. now no, 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 extent- no, it's New York City with yeah. dignity no. no that's true
4: to to what extent was that was a kind of a, a an inverse snob or not an inverse snobbery a snobbery over that and the, the suddenly the workers in the working class was using this sort of grand edifice that was supposed to be for the no, 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 this is this, darling this is
0: supposed to be for the middle classes yeah,
1: sorry I uh, need about an hour more of Gareth's posh voice <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I think we should tear it down and we'll build JFK airport <laughs> I've,
1: got a, I've got a long
4: stick with a cigarette for some reason stuck in the end of it while
2: no. it <laughs>
0: So yeah, I, I, everyone was worse off from this except for the people who directly profited off the real estate development. And I guess the uh, Knicks fans and Islanders fans could get to the stadium really quick, uh, Fuck conveniently. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so they demolished this thing and they put the station in the basement. It's been largely unaltered since then, right? You know, Vincent Scully, who also previously criticized uh, McKim, Mead and White for uh, their shitty Bozar architecture, said um. One entered the city like a god. One now scuttles in like a rat. Uh, mm. So maybe he's yeah, not. I mean, ma- maybe he's not that critical of McKim Mead and White's Beaux Arts architecture.
4: <laughs> I mean, you can, like I kind of have to say, like, you, and maybe we'll touch on this again later. But like, I'm not a fan of the the Beaux Arts architectural style. I guess it's just it's yeah. a bit gross. Mm. But the 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 op- There, you don't have to just you don't have to bury it under the ground for it to be. Like there are, there is a middle ground. (laughs) Oh man, you don't have to just bury the whole thing underneath uh, sports real estate. Mm. Not necessary.
0: And and this is this is where we get to the 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 new Penn Station, right? Um, Where they they took all the minor problems were made worse, and none of the major problems were solved. Except now the station was air conditioned, right? Great. Um, it looks look,
1: great. I love it. I'm really happy yeah, with this. Yeah.
0: I, I I prefer this concourse to uh, Moynihan. Um,
1: oh. We'll get to that. <laughs> um,
0: what you have now is a whole station that's sort of like the original Long Island Railroad concourse. You know, it's a rats worn the tunnels. The hallways are confusing. They lead nowhere. You have to rely entirely on signs to figure out where you are. The concourses are all like kludges. Um You know, like Ugh. the entire New Jersey Transit concourse was just Hey, a clutched concourse. It was like mm. carved out of a storage room one day. Um, there's no central plan to work off of. There's no clear procession through the station. You you don't know where you are a lot of times when you're in here, right? Nope. It's 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 utilitarian, but without the utility part, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's utilitarian. Yeah.
0: So uh, in the meantime, of course, Penn Central failed. Commuter trains were taken over by the state of New Jersey, the city of New York. Long distance service was taken over Amtrak they all said about their own pr- plans to use or improve the station and this is where i think we'll divert from the usual sentimental crap about the headhouse and we'll give it to gareth let's talk about what makes a train station work
4: <laughs> yes oh yeah it's my business right so this is going to be quick i thought um i would uh, adopt justin's uh, socratic method and go what is a station
1: what is uh, so here's a station? one of those it's where trains live it's exactly it, it's this, it's a flat bit next to a rail where you have like you, you spill a couple of things on the on the track. Yeah,
4: Apparently, you spill yeah. things out of your wagon and some of them might walk and others you might need to get a, a guy to move. Um yeah. So here's one of the smallest ones in the in uh, in the UK. This is Bewley Station and uh, North Inverness. Ooh. Um and it really pushes the limits on what you can define as a station, although it does have a platform. So uh that's better than some stations I've seen. Um. So uh, here's here's the stage. So right, this this next bit's going to be very quick. Uh, so next slide, please.
0: Uh, All there right. There we go.
4: So this is this this is uh, So here you have a track. This is a nice track, right? And then the previous station, as we saw. So if we go to the next slide, this is going to be super quick fire. You see, we can have we can insert a platform. So if you have a train coming along uh, on this single line track, uh, it can stop. People can get out, or they can get on, and the train can move. And it goes in either direction. And this is, well, if you've got a single track, obviously it's very low capacity because that train has to go miles away somewhere else before it can go past another train going in the other direction. So that's where you get clever. And next slide, please. Introduce another track. Ooh.
0: Um,
4: ooh. Multi-track drifting. I know, right? Uh, no, and actually that, that brings that was, back uh, the
0: first problem. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, yeah when I, my, my first ever cr- train crash I witnessed was in Inverurie. Um, and it was indeed a class 170 doing double track drifting, uh, Mm. on, because it split the points and stayed on track, but but smashed up a signal and some location cases. (laughs) Uh, so yes, anyway, I digress. Um, next slide, please. So you can see, you can add the platforms and then therefore you, you have a station where on one side you get onto a train going one direction on the other side, you go onto a train going the other direction. It's very, very simple. Um, but if you've, that's fine if you've only got one kind of train, right? But what happens if you have another kind of... If you have trains maybe that you want to uh, keep going
1: through without stopping and then trains that you do want to stop. Next slide, please. Oh, you've got to have an up, down, and up... Uh, an up, down? Fuck. Cut all of this. I sound stupid. <laughs> an up, fast, and an up, slow line, and a down, fast, and a down, slow line. Exactly. Yes. You have a loop.
4: And you, you have a station loop. Uh, and yeah, so exactly. You could have the, the up and down slow in, in, if you're in the UK and name things weirdly. Um, uh, so yeah, in, in blue here is our is our like our stopping train, and then you've got the white tracks for whatever other stuff you want to send through, whether it's freight or maybe fast trains or whatever. And well, um,
0: in Pennsylvania Railroad parlance, this would probably be one, two, three, and four because they, <laughs> they numbered the tracks in order of when they were built. Up and down, fast <laughs> and slow is
1: kind of like a cricket thing. I feel like by comparison, if you use it in the US, you do get like black sighted. Yeah, Yeah. they take you. They
4: drag you into the van, and and uh, Liam's in there actually Mm. uh, to take you somewhere fun. (laughs) No, Liam's here. (laughs) Liam's here. Liam (laughs) escaped
3: from the van. Don't worry about Liam. I thought you. No, you're driving the van. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, Because it's your van. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, that makes a lot more sense. I don't want to be the. I wouldn't have wanted to be in the back of my van when I owned it. I was always pretty concerned for my passengers.
4: The uh, the problem with this station is that um, there's a lot of time to take – trains have to slow down. They have to negotiate their way through the the switch, then go sit by the platform, then negotiate their way back onto the track. Actually, this can be quite problematic for line capacity. If you've got like a mixture of trains going through and trains stopping, this is actually a bit crap. So next slide, please. What you can do is introduce – um so kind of exactly what I was saying you have a proper slow yep. and fast line so more you can have tracks. like more tracks
0: more tracks, <laughs> more <laughs> tracks. <laughs> just do this more have more tracks,
4: tracks. The trains that don't stop keep themselves themselves on the middle track, the two like middle tracks in white there. And then the blue tracks have your, your like commuter trains or your suburban trains or
1: whatever the passenger yeah. trains that want to stop at the station. Also like. has the, the fun little advantage that when you're standing on one of those platforms waiting for your nice slow commuter train, you don't get like uh, all of your shit blown past by like a 125 mile an hour express train. I was,
4: um, for, for bizarre reasons, I was in Milton Keynes last week doing a lecture um, and uh, and I didn't think, I didn't expect to see this, but from Milton Keynes Sta- uh, Central Station, trains go through there real fast. Uh, I think they're at full 125 miles an hour, and someone was standing, not even the wrong side of the yellow line, um, and they just burst, they just squeezed their coffee and it just sprayed all over their own face. Uh, when the went <laughs> was, I was like, oh, I'm in a, I'm in, I'm in a weird sort of rom-com uh, sort of from the late 90s uh, with this sort of uh, skit. Anyway, so yes, you've, you've got fast and slow lines and they kind of keep themselves themselves, which is which is good. You'd think that's good, right? But next slide,
1: please. What if you've got to got stop uh, an express train somewhere?
4: Yes. If you have the issue where you do need to get some stuff onto this, uh, into these platforms to stop, or maybe you need to have them like medium, kind of like uh, some trains stop there and you've got to get the faster trains to go through or like semi-fast or whatever bizarre names you want to call the services. Um, The trouble is, if you want to do that without clogging everything up, like the the station we had earlier, um, you're going to need to put in longer switches. By which I mean, um, the trains can go through these switches faster, but that means that they're longer and more complicated. So uh, yeah, so you can start having challenges here and this gets more expensive, Um, but you still have a pretty good uh, operational station. Like This layout is pretty good, actually. This this is a pretty good station. Next slide, please. There are other alternatives. Um, If, for example, you've got a situation where you have uh, two fast lines, but in a pair, and then you've got the two slower lines, the two kind of um, like uh, commuting lines, but kind of running together like this, you might have a layout a bit like this, where you've got kind of a separate, maybe fenced off set of fast lines, and then and then a, a pair of kind of slow lines together. You see lots of these in the UK. You probably see loads of these in the US as well, right? It just depends on what the operational
0: layout is at the railway,
3: I, um, but you might see
0: this You don't see this too much in the US because oh, we, don't have, this- we don't have separate fast and slow lines.
3: No, well, no, they're well, just, all slow, <laughs> it's just, it's just all of, slow, Gareth. Yeah. A, a lot of suburban
1: London stations are like this. Like my commute to school was like this, where you had like one platform for like that was nominally for a, a, a slow line that backed onto the express lines, also.
4: Yeah, you might yeah, see- like um, the east the, the east side of Crossrail has loads of platforms like this, so they, they like nominally got a platform that you could use, but it's like. 30 centimeters wide and it's for the fast trains and then the, the wider ones they've got the slow trains coming through and they've kind of got a fence blocking off the fast
0: mm-hmm. platform. i guess you, you kind of um, have yeah. this on the washington metro where, where it parallels the northeast corridor but it's fairly clearly it's a nearby right of way it's not the same right of way
4: yeah 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 so and, and again so so um uh next slide please you might find that you do have two sets of platforms because you have maybe one is semi-fast or you've got maybe two operators or you've got I don't know, uh, you've got London Overground and you've got Southern or whatever. It's some strange situation it's where you've got two different Southern systems running.
1: Southern and Southeastern, the two least complementary liveries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh my goodness, yes. Um, and um, so that's fine. If you've got the two systems separated, then okay, fine, you can have them like this. And, and actually, okay, I didn't include it, but you could get really fancy and start having exchange platforms where actually they like loop over each other and it all just starts getting very clever. But um, if you have a situation, next slide, please, where, say, oh, God, yeah. Um, if you have a situation where maybe the true tracks are merging at this station, it starts getting very messy. And you start and it, this is a deliberate diagram to look horrible and messy because as soon as you start merging these operational sort of, these two different operations merge into each other, it becomes a mess, right? And you start hitting line capacity. The best railway station was the one at the start with just the two, or not the one quite at the start, but the double track, the first double track one where you just have double track because all the trains will stop, and they just conveyor belt through, and you get loads and loads and loads of capacity. Um. So next slide, please.
1: So what you're telling me is we've we've worked out the sort of mathematical, ideal railway station, and the quest of railway engineers ever since has been to find ways of making it worse, but more interesting.
0: The, the le- can confirm. The the less, that's absolutely it. Yeah, yeah. The less complicated the station, the more trains it can handle. <laughs>
4: It, it is, that is it. And if, and the more trains you handle, the less fun it is, you know. And the other
0: thing, yeah. I mean,
4: <laughs> so for example, you have here, um, some absolutely psychotic Swiss railway station approach here. Uh, this might be like the approaches like Zurich Central. I don't know. It's basically somewhere very European where they are obsessed with creating straight lines out of double slips. Oh, my head yeah. hurts. Oh. Which what no the this... fuck
0: is this, Garrett? <laughs> you, yes, Liam, You, you yes. might notice there's a diagonal going through the double, in between the, the double slips here. Oh my god. <laughs> this, this is a railroad, yeah. this is the railway oh, of a people that invents the uncertainty principle. they're also (laughs) all standardized double slips they're all the same switch over and over again oh my god i'm gonna throw up
1: (laughs) yeah i mean
4: this so this is a thing that's straight like the europeans love to just run trains like fast through all those diagonal like routes like that so that straight line that's kind of obvious crossing in front of the train um they run through that at like 40 miles an hour 50 miles an hour which is i mean God, I wouldn't want to do that. We don't do that in the UK because we're pussies, but
1: uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, you, you, uh you don't I like just, hearing six noises of it going over those points a second. I just oh my god, just the, the
4: maintenance <laughs> for all those and all the gaps, it's just horrible. Anyway, so the point of this image was to say, like, it, once you start doing complicated things like the previous sort of uh, uh, map with all the kind of crossings, switches smooshing over each other you start having to do horrible, complicated stuff like this, which is bad for all sorts of reasons. So next slide, please. So those, all of those were through stations where you have a pair of tracks and they go through and the trains just kind of continue in both directions, uh, in opposing directions. What happens, though, if you want to stop trains at a thing, like, I don't know, because there's a river in the way or because you don't want to bulldoze any more terrain or, I don't
0: know. You run zero, out of country. Um, yeah. It's yeah, the coast. Yeah, or You're, somewhere. Somewhere. you're, so you're at a, the edge of the map yeah well, the the edge of the map.
3: Ends. <laughs>
4: yeah exactly well uh next slide, please you can install a uh, a terminal platform uh so a little terminal station here and um this is actually you know this is this is okay, uh, particularly this layout because the train comes in and it just goes back out again, fairly straightforward
0: this is the optimum um, terminal station from my experience in transport fever
2: <laughs> yes yes you do only not do need next slide track. please
0: yes, do not do next slide oh, uh, why'd you do go and do that? Yeah, oh, don't do that.
1: Yeah, no. now you you've have got a headache. conflict. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've
4: got trains coming in and then parking up and then getting in the way of the other trains, possibly wanting to go out. You've also got a load of track that's, you know, you've got switches that are kind of slow to traverse. You've got all sorts of government. It's just not, it's it's, it's lots of conflicting moves. It's not great. Don't do this. Don't do terminal stations. It's just not, it's not Especially great. Especially if
1: uh, your trains can't reverse easily because then you have to do a bunch of spaghetti past the like far end of this.
4: Oh uh, yeah, you There's, got like, like, yeah, passing
0: you loops and stuff. Yeah. oh
4: man so um so next slide oh yeah yeah so you have a why uh, just just maybe you have next maybe you have a, uh, next maybe, slide, maybe you
0: have a, a turntable right um, yeah
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait what are you drawing a dick and balls um, anyway so next slide <laughs> so <laughs> so if you've got multiple services coming in and terminating uh again things get complicated right Um, And the challenge is, if you've got all sorts of switches crossing over each other, kind of a bit like what we talked about earlier. As you get further from the station, unless you want to keep speeds really low, which is obviously bad for journey times and
2: capacity, you want to
4: kind of get. Yeah, if you want trains to be kind of um, accelerating, kind of naturally at the station, then your switches are getting longer, which means that they're taking up more space, which is difficult for, which kind of holds your geometry. It means that you've got to bulldoze more stuff. Um, They're harder to maintain. They're very expensive to, to to install and look after. So this 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 becomes messy. So yes, this can work, but ideally you'd have these as like separate situations of trains coming in and then going off in their own direction and not kind of crossing over and, and, and connecting with each other. Next slide, please. Say you have a different situation, right? Oh, I hate Where to you have, have a different situation. I don't like situation. this one. This what one, one makes hell? me yeah. unhappy. <laughs> yeah, so you have a through. So the blue ones here are, are through platforms. This looks like you're going to get red a one a here water is terminal hammer. Platforms like yes. water
3: hammer 40k. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: So in this situation you've got a real mess. Uh you have got because you've got trains coming into this terminal platforms and they've got to get in the way of the trains that are potentially doing the normal good fast thing of coming through the platform, stopping and then going without doing anything fancy, which is exactly what you want. So in this situation the blue railway line if you like, the blue service is good. That's good. Trouble is the red plat that the red trains are just getting in the way. They're making a right old mess and worse if you're getting further and further, as you get further and further from the platforms, ideally you're going to be increasing the speeds of the switches, which means longer switches, which means blah, 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 as we've described. Before. This you, is can,
1: you can set up some seriously dangerous accidents where you put a train in the way of something that's going very fast.
4: Yes. yes. Do not do that. These things happen. Uh, yes. Ugh. Uh, refer to previous or, uh, and or future episodes. Yes. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so if you go to the next slide, I said, this is going to be quick fire. This is what you can do, which is better, which is where you have grades, this fancy thing called grade separation. Now, don't let anyone tell you that the highways people invented these first. In fact, the first motorway junctions were based on railroad junctions. Yes. Uh, and the, so the railroads did this first, which is where if you've got this nice situation, okay, you've got your nice through tracks, and rather than snarling them up and putting a load of complicated crossovers and stuff on them, what you do is you get your trains up to speed. And they can actually join the tracks kind of going almost at the speed that the through trains would be. And then they can go away and, and happy days. And likewise, the other direction, you can see there's a train coming in. It leaves the blue line, comes underneath and comes into the kind of the terminal platforms. And this is better. This, this is this is a not a bad situation if you have
1: to have uh, terminating and through tracks to get fiddling with the sort of like Z axis here. Like,
4: yes, suddenly yes. we've discovered that you can do another dimension. Wow! Um, I don't want so, to do another
2: dimension.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this is obviously also complicated. But um, so so I want to give just an example of like what this actually looks like in practicality by looking at King's Cross railway station, which uh, fans of well-known turf J.K. Rowling might know. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, we have here some pictures of a before and after at uh, King's Cross. And this is the 1970s. In fact, behind me, I have the original drawings from this for some bizarre reason. Uh, some nice old guy from the Permanent Way Institution gave me them. I don't know why. Um, uh, anyway, uh, so here you can see a nice old signal box. On the left and the top left, you can see King's Cross pre remodeling with nice signal box. Isn't that lovely? And a horrible, complicated mess of tracks. Look at that. Really, tra- tracks that go everywhere. Um, but what you don't want to do is allow lots of flexibility and indeed, this railway station, they were like, well, we're never going to transport this many people again because the railways are in decline. So what they did was bulldoze all that and simplify it a lot. And admittedly, they did electrify it, which is good. And that's where you get the top right-hand picture. So you can see the top right-hand picture. There's less track. You can see the less track there.
1: Kind of yeah. Yeah, they go rid of the over. charming little signal box. Yeah, yeah. they
4: bulldozed that, and they, yeah, they put a load of OLE up, which made all the, all the, the like, uh, Grisers who, have, who want to take photographs of like tra- steam trains made all them really angry. Uh, actually steam trades were gone by this point but they still wanted to take pictures of their like slightly shonky modernization era diesel that like sprayed oil all over them oh who doesn't um, oh exactly I was uh, wondering and then another how exactly they
0: like got the Hogwarts Express out of here like is there a <laughs> secret track that just like appears does it come uh, out of a yeah, wall they, like I don't them. I had never understood that
4: I, I always like to think that they just like just like disintegrated it through the. They just demolished it uh, off the it. and then just built a new one. <laughs> they actually cut, they yeah.
0: actually cut platform nine and three quarters out and is like nine and five eighths now. <laughs> <laughs> so um,
4: at the bottom, you can see the same thing. You can sort of see the differences going on here. Of like, but also you'll notice that there are more slips on the new layout to try and do more with less space. And actually, what they did, they actually closed one of the three tunnels there were three tunnels then they closed them uh to down to two tunnels which was obviously very clever so uh if we roll forward to uh five years ago um this was a dreadful idea so what we decided to do was basically reverse all of this um only a few decades later and you can see that the kind of the uh, you've got an 11 platform King's cross uh lots of s c to achieve to get the trains kind of onto the two tracks uh sorry two pairs of tracks through gas tunnel and out and you can see that the, the remodeling has kind of extended those out. I was talking about longer switches for a reason. So we've actually got these longer switches so that the stuff happens. The trains can basically, the driver can basically put them, go into full notch and accelerate away. Uh, oh, you never want to go full notch. Good grief. Anyway, that
1: was a Minecraft oh. joke, everyone. That was a Minecraft joke.
4: Anyway, um, uh, yeah. So that, And the reason for putting this diagram up is more so that I could put these pictures up. So next slide, please. Um, and in fact, you can do like a, 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 a forwards and back because we've got almost in the same position from the helicopter a before and after. So like the next slide again is the new layout. And then you can like roll back to the previous layout again. And you can sort of see all the tracks all smooshed together. And then the next one, they're kind of more opened out. And actually, the, the, everything can go a bit faster because we've opened up another bore of the tunnel. Anyway, so this is, this is compared to this, the sort of, so for, for example, compared to Penn Central, this is a very straightforward, simple setup, right? This is despite being like one of the main like uh, north facing terminals in London King's Cross is actually quite a small station. It manages to do quite a lot. Because it's quite simple, but it is let's face it quite a small station. Um and the majority of capacity is the, the main the reason they could do this is because wait for it they built some through platforms for Thameslink underneath the station next door. That's impossible. So rather you can't than do that. terminating a load of suburban trains, you've got through platforms that do that, that have like twice the capacity. So that really helped in simplifying King's Cross. Right. This will be relevant, folks. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this King's Cross, nice, nice little back and forth. Uh, next slide, please. This is just uh, pornography for the benefit of everyone Thank here. You, Gareth. Uh, uh, there we go. <laughs> yes. This is this is Newcastle East Junction, which uh, for a very long time. Uh, I think possibly undefeated champion uh, held the record for the most, uh, the most diamond crossings yeah, look uh, of at any those, layout.
0: Those sexy curves there. I mean, it's, there was one in Chicago that came close, but I don't ooh. think it was this much.
4: Um, this is a, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a mess. Like it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but to maintain this, you require a load of dudes and, um, and they, <laughs> I, yeah, the, I've got a picture of them actually building this. And that, that, this, in fact, the same train, you can see that like Mallard looking thing. Yeah. Um, it's like, just right next to them. It's just right next it's, to them going through like, a speed. You're, you know. you're,
0: like, you're like, you have to cast this in like one piece or some crap.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, so this is like I lots of very it. heavy pieces yeah. of metal. Oh, golly. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah. So nowadays you just can't build this. I mean, I, just, you just. Ugh. I
0: like how they gave up putting ties in and it's all on like uh, concrete uh, plinths. It, yeah, it's it, all,
4: well, it's like lo- it's worse than that. It's long timbers, so it's like way beams, oh and they've then got God. to like curve so, and like, lay underneath. Like Brunel
1: like track. It's so great yeah. to just like hear an engineer say, "Technically, now this cannot be done anymore."
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I,
4: I would not like to. Basically, all of the things that allow me to sign off on a design as a design lead would I? I have no. I just don't have the tools to to check that this would be okay Is anymore. Is this a
0: single like, slip on nuts. a curve? <laughs>
4: <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah it is. <laughs> also, uh, what, some of my favorite stuff is like, you can look at the length of some of those little bits of rail where, where the tracks are like kind of half crossing over yeah. each other. There's, I think there's a little bit just near where you've scribbled, yeah. just a bit further down. You can see there's like a triangle of metal that's... that's I, I, if, I can't oh. quite... Like, the John Maddening needs to be a bit further Where's down. If guy? you follow down from your single slip on a curve, you can see there's like a weird little triangle of metal that is uh, intersected by rails going in all directions. And I would not like to be that little piece of metal because I would get pummeled. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so sorry, I just put this in for a kind of like reason. This of works basically-
1: on the principle of like faith, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well,
4: just, you know, the, the whole thing is like, this is the opposite of the Alice uh, methodology, which is that it's all quite squidgy and mm. you just hope and pray. Um, so the reason I put this in is to show what you can get if, mm-hmm. if you've got tracks intersecting each other. This is really horrible and complicated. You don't want this. Um, also, just two bonus laugh at the UK
0: slides. With girder rail. Once you have girder rail, you can do anything you want. It <laughs> I, learned <them> all. <laughs> I learned this oh, from man. trolleys.
4: <laughs> yeah, but try convincing anyone in North America to use girder rail. Oh, Having oh just God. spent the last two years trying to do that, it's really hard. Yeah. No one likes girder rail in, in North America. Uh, I, not- I say North America, I mean the Canadians. The yeah. Canadians hate this stuff. <laughs> Oh, I wonder if have reel. Anyway, so <laughs> um uh like next slide where we can laugh at the UK. Oh boy. So relevant to what we've just discussed about Penn Central, here are some and I, I really need to emphasize this brand new renders of the HS2 so the new high speed line in the UK, high speed twos like feather in the cap terminus Wait a at, in Houston. Wait a and second they're barring it underground.
1: This is just Penn Station again. yeah Yeah. this is the i see what you're doing this is the same thing a hundred years after the fact yeah we we what we've done here is
4: uh the worst thing uh we've done the worst thing and what's even funnier is if we go to the next slide which is possibly my favorite of all these invisible, magical oversight development that's invisible. We're going to oh. put a uh, hotel
1: on top no, of it. Oh my god. <laughs> don't need to yeah, but do no, that. Alice. as
4: you can see, you can see through the hotel to the clouds on the other side like so it that. doesn't count. We're going to
1: put a transparent hotel on top of it. I know, right? We're going to have hotel. a
4: pile
0: of bird corpses at the foot of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <That's> <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah, this thing is going to be covered in those like, little plastic spikes. Like This is going to have so many of those little anti-pigeon plastic spikes all over it. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, sorry, that was just me interjecting and, and like hijacking two yeah. slides to laugh at bad decisions that we're making uh, that we are not learning from uh, our our friends uh, in uh, who have to try and use Penn Central.
0: Yeah, and 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 I, I think that does dovetail with um, one of the problems with Penn Station today. Um, everyone wants to fix Penn Station, right? There's a big obsession with it. People argue online about it all the time. Constant, People try right? to do it. In real Mm -hmm. life, using real money, and there's a lot of it, and they run into a major issue which no one actually wants to um, uh, address, right? Which is, what's the problem they're fixing? Yeah. Um, And this is is the hard problem, right? Uh, By and large, there's two big theories about what the problem with Penn Station is, which is either A, there isn't enough capacity, or B, there isn't a pretty headhouse. (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. And, <laughs> oh dear. most of the big funding has gone to B. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Well, the thing is, right, ha- want, having
1: want. having a pretty headhouse will increase your capacity, because it'll motivate the workers to, to go faster.
0: Of course, yeah. To
1: be fair, put it back the way it was.
0: Um, mm. <laughs> we're gonna get to that. Uh, so, there's been some, some money spent on operational improvements, right, uh, since the station was replaced with the current. Basement, right? So there's direct trains from more locations in New Jersey now through the Aldine connection. There's the West Side Yard, which is this guy over here where all the Long Island Railroad trains are stored now, hmm. making it into a sort of quasi through station, right? You got newer, that's good. You got newer and more reliable rolling stock. You got the Empire connection. So Amtrak's only using one station in New York City now instead of two uh, because before they were using both Grand Central and Penn. Now all the trains go into Penn. Right, um, but uh, yeah, I guess to understand what the improvements that have been funded are and what the problems are, we gotta actually look at the station and how it operates mm. right uh so here here here's our tracks.
4: this is why I put King's Cross up yeah. earlier, just to like compare the difference in scale yeah, moved
0: the difficulty slide
1: up a couple of notches here I, th- <laughs> yeah. Th-
0: this yeah, so we have. We have several active platforms. Um I think uh the this is an M track centric uh, plat- uh, uh, map right here, right? So these platforms are in the use. The fact that it's so
1: complicated that yeah. you have like a fucking Mercator projection <laughs> of your platform map that's like, oh, th- this one actually really de-emphasizes the size of the fucking
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, So we have we have a lot of a lot of platforms here. They serve a lot of different types of trains. You got long distance trains, right? They idle at the platform a while. All of them terminate here. Some of them are international, like the Toronto train and the Montreal train. Most of them have some weird boarding procedures. Essentially they come in from over here is Sunnyside Yard, right? Sunnyside uh, Yeah. Sunnyside is where the M and New Jersey transit uh trains are stored. They come in from Sunnyside, they stop at the platform for a while, right? The 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 passengers get on, the 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 catering gets done, right? They leave, they go to like Chicago or Montreal or New Orleans or uh more Chicago, um, <laughs> right? You have intercity city trains. Um, some of them come from Washington, D.C. They stop here. They change crews. They keep going. Either, uh, either if they terminate here, they go to Sunnyside Yard. If they go through, they go out to Boston, right? Some of them start here. They all come here. They pick up passengers. They go down to Washington, D.C. Um, some of the trains... Go up this thing called the Empire Connection. Here they go north, right? Um, then you have the commuter trains.
4: Oh God! So, oh
0: no. and there's 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 a couple of ways they come through. So some of them come in. They go to the platform. They fart out all their passengers, and then they go back. That's the Long Island Railroad side. (laughs) Some of them, some of them come in, they fart out all our passengers, and then they go into the West Side Yard. Uh, Going the other way, New Jersey Transit, some of them come in, they fart out all their passengers, they go back. But again, most of them come in, they fart out all their passengers, and then they go to the sunny side yard, right? That's fine. So we have a lot of, you have this sort of distinction between what you would call a revenue move and a non-revenue move. Hey, it's Justin in post-production, and I don't think I had enough time to explain this adequately. So a move is anytime you move the train. You might be moving it from a station to a station, or from the station to a yard, or a hundred other things if you're talking about freight trains, right? Um, a revenue move is one where the railroad is making money, right? Like, if passengers or freight are on the train... Um, And a non-revenue move is when the railroad is not making money. Um, That could be a wide variety of things, but in this case means the train is empty. So you want to maximize the time the train is making revenue moves versus non-revenue moves. In our case, just under about half of all moves in Penn Station are non-revenue, right? The train is empty and going to the yard. Now, this is phrased in terms of capitalism, right? We're talking about when the train is making money, but even in a post-scarcity communist utopia, you're going to want to maximize the amount of time the train is doing something productive versus the time it's idle or unproductive, right? Uh, it's because you can't conscript everyone into the communist railroad corps, right? The nation needs artists and poets. Anyway, back to the show. right? So you sort sort of of empties, it just empties what? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um,
4: Oh, if only there was a drop.
0: A lot of trains act like they're through trains, but they they discharge all of their passengers before they leave. And again, these are very narrow platforms, so it takes a while, right? Fucking miserable. Yes. Um, And there also are. But operationally, those are
4: better because at least they reduce your conflicting moves. This is true. Yes.
0: And you have two different yards for two different operators. Again, Long Island Railroads over here. New Jersey Transit is over here. Soon, Metro North's going to be coming in. I don't know how that's going to work. Amtrak uh, is also at Sunnyside over here. Uh, you have different power systems. This has third rail and overhead line. Oh, um, don't do yeah. that. Ugh. So Long Island Railroads all third rail. New Jersey Transit's overhead line. Amtrak's overhead line, except the Empire Connection, which is third rail. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, they run these these diesel locomotives with the third rail shoe, which they are supposed to turn on when they're in the station area, and a lot of times they don't. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Getting sprayed with oil, it's back. Yeah, he's great. Right. Yeah, you're getting some nice diesel fumes. Um, yeah, of course, the West Side Yard is also fun, because it's probably the, the uh, they use some of the most expensive real estate in the world for storing trains. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They built Hudson Yards on top of it now, so it's fine, you know, you had the the vessel and stuff like that. Well, they're right? closing the vessel, aren't the, they? Yeah, the, and yeah, that and the Neiman Marcus. Um, I do but like the it's, Neiman Marcus. Neiman uh, Marcus
1: probably has a smaller body count. At least this, we can this say is that for us. Yes.
0: So, but yeah, it's a terminal and through station, right? Um, which, I, if, which, as I pointed out earlier in my
4: uh, snazzy uh, rubbish sketches, this is bad, folks. It's a throughmanal
1: station. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, Oh, now, now, if you wanted some real gore, I could put Chicago Union Station up here. Um, oh Jesus, <laughs> that's two terminal stations back to back.
4: Join them up, people. Yeah, just join, just them, join up. them up. Yeah,
0: just just do it. You already tore down the center concourse to put a skyscraper up. Just join the platforms <laughs> yeah. up. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, the the big capacity constraint here are the North River tunnels. There's two tracks. At rush hour, you got 24 ish trains per hour. There's that, and there's the, a bridge called the Portal Bridge over here, which is a notoriously unreliable swing bridge. Um, but uh, yeah, you, you have capacity constrained by the tunnels. You have capacity constrained by the platforms, so the train's got to sit there a while while people sort of file out, right? You got a capacity constraint by the lack of stations. Penn Station is the only one. In Manhattan, for people commuting from New Jersey and Long Island, although they're starting to change that when the uh East Side Access project starts, at least for Long Island, um all these trains are very crowded. They're at their maximum length. Most of the Jersey Transit trains are now bi-level, right? So you know you're you're, you're farting out like two thousand, three thousand people onto these tiny platforms. Uh,
4: yeah, I was going to say bi-level is bad. Bi- this is very
0: bad in this situation. Yes. Yeah, don't do that. Um, you know, and this has been the case for a long time now, and and they're looking at right now since since um, uh, Joe Biden has passed the uh, infrastructure bill, Amtrak wants to shove a lot more inner city service in, in here, right? Um,
1: Hell yeah, more um, Amtrak. Yeah, I, D- I, I, did, I, I'm a vulgar Amtrakist. I'm like more Amtrak
0: trains is always good. I would. I, there definitely needs to be a lot more Amtrak trains because all those fucking trains are full all of the time now. <laughs> <laughs> Every single, and they're so expensive too. My God!
4: But like immediately, my brain is going: take the commuter trains out of there, build a new station. So build a new separate station. Ideally, build Manhattan Crossrail. That rail. is
1: Square Garden Five. But it was so much of it was so much of a hassle to build the old one that, like,
0: what I don't know. Gareth, have you considered that? New Jersey and New York don't want to have the same commuter trains. Ugh. <laughs> and um, it and needs then, to be New the,
4: York Crossrail. Sort then, of
0: like
1: Christie Cuomo like ego fights. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> yeah. of
0: which, let's talk about the first relatively <laughs> good plan to fix this. And I'm saying relatively yeah. good plan. It's kind of oh boy. I'm so, hearing Chris <laughs>
1: Christie in my head going, "You have been stopped." Yeah. This
0: looks like a bit of a crossrail situation. This is a bit of a a segregation of commuter services. So this was called Access to the Region's Core. Or there's the second Uh, name. The first one was Trans-Hudson Express, or The Tunnel, right? Ooh, I like that. Well, then it became Access to the Region's Core, the Arc Tunnel, right? And this was sort of a a relatively good project that got worse and worse, and then it was cancelled, right? Standard. Yeah. So this is what was called alternative AA. And so the, I I was not sure of what the operations here were supposed to be like, but the idea was you were going to connect with brand new tunnels and a brand new station cavern, uh, Penn station, grand central terminal. um, And you know, you'd have trains that they'd come in from the Northeast corridor, the commuter trains, they'd go stop at the new platforms and then they would go up to Grand Central, and then it's a little unclear to me as to what would happen then.
1: You just link
0: everything with a big basement, essentially. Yeah, essentially. I I still am very. I think I think New Jersey's transit trains would then go out to Sunnyside this way, right? And apparently, the Long Island Railroad would do the same thing, but backwards. They'd stop in other stations here, yeah, and then they would go down to their own yard down here. Right. So we're still not doing through running, but we're pretending uh, it's a not lot quite better. through running. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, just do through running, folks.
0: I, I mean, if you could just unify the rolling stock and the power systems, I. Yeah. If, if we could only do yeah.
1: Conrail 2 at the point of a gun.
0: <laughs> I, I, the one thing that's always been missing from these things is uh, just basic coordination between the different uh, transit agencies. The other thing is. Uh, something more efficient than penn station right (laughs) so this was estimated to be to cost uh 8.7 billion dollars back in like 2000 and 2003 2005 ish right um this was reduced it's
4: about double that in today's money
0: yeah so that was reduced in scope that's not that much money though well it was reduced in scope to rather than doing all those extra tunnels you would have a separate tunnel for New Jersey Transit that would terminate in a cavern under Penn Station, and that was it. Oh, right. Uh, well, that's going to be less expensive, though, right? And it's less expensive, obviously. It's less tunnel boring. Yeah. you do have the issue that you can't get the trains to the yard now. But oh, uh, well, well, whatever. Small oversight, yeah, and uh, it's a little oversight. Over um, so. Now that they reduced the scope the new cost estimate was 15 billion dollars. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Classic. yeah so do, do do less with more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they started construction in 2010. Oh wow. Right? They started excavating like the tunnel boring machine pit, right? And a guy named Chris Christie became governor of New Jersey.
3: Fucking asshole.
0: He initially supported the project and then he saw the cost overruns. Right. And New Jersey was on directly on the hook for about one point eight billion dollars of this. Right. Yeah. And
1: and that money needs to go to like building an enormous like Springsteen museum. Yes. It's uh, a good skate, <laughs>
3: leave it alone. <laughs> we, we, need, we need to, like,
1: slightly increase the size of the font on the Trenton Makes the World Stop Takes. Stop it's a good bridge. <laughs> we need to redo the whole bridge with slightly larger
0: letters. Actually, when they renovated the bridge, they did redo it in slightly yeah, did. larger letters. <laughs> oh my god. See,
1: I, I have come to a deep psychic understanding of the state of New Jersey, purely by accident, by imagining what a bunch of, like, blowhard Northeastern Italians would do, Mm -hmm. and this has worked out for me perfectly. Yeah, that's... You nailed it.
0: So, a lot of this was being funded through the American Reinvestment and Recovery Act, you know, Obama. right? Obama. Obama. Barack Obama, as the Mm -hmm. BBC said. Um, uh, But New Jersey was directly on the hook for about $1.8 billion, through the New Jersey Turnpike Authority for some reason. And what? so Christie decided, all right, I'm canceling my share of the project, which effectively, oh, yeah, meant cool, canceling the whole yep. project. And then they spent that money on road improvements in Hudson County. Oh, big, th-
1: big Springsteen oh, Museum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh huh.
0: So two years later, <laughs> the, entire fun- state,
1: the entire state of New Jersey went into New York City <laughs> and spent that money on a T shirt at San Gennaro. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So uh, having canceled, yeah, let me
1: get an extra, extra, extra large. Yeah, it'll be uh 1.8 billion dollars.
0: <laughs> do Having canceled this project, uh, two years later, Hurricane Sandy hit, right, mm-hmm. and flooded the existing uh, North River tunnels, right.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. yep.
0: And then there's been this sort of slow rolling salt corrosion in the concrete ever since which requires really heavy repairs, which Amtrak says they got to take one of the tubes out of service in order to do it properly. Right? Um, so now there was an absolute need for two more tunnels. So
4: good job we're building them. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, we're not building uh,
3: them. Yeah.
4: So it's this, uh,
0: America, Gareth. We're dumb as fuck here.
4: <laughs> uh, oh, it's, it's not just, don't worry. It, we can all be friends together. Yeah. Well, yeah, the other, the, oh, other, the other
0: fun one is that, um, you know, there was a little bit of advanced warning about Hurricane Sandy. On account of it was a hurricane, you know, which takes a while to get up there. Um, don't they land? Don't they land like quite a few states south? Normally? Y- yeah, this it came up from like I don't remember where Sandy start, started, but it like took Georgia, I think, like, Georgia or some crap. Yeah, I mean, you had like two or three days warning. Anyway, so they like, they had like a huge amount of their rolling stock stored in a yard in like Long Branch, right, which is protected by one sand dune from the ocean. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know? no. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, So all their electric locomotives got flooded out, and a huge amount of the rolling stock. <laughs> they just didn't move it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you, you could have
4: just done- a guy, just a guy down there scraping <laughs> salt off all the electrics,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> standing at the head of an electric locomotive with a harpoon in hand, yeah. like grimly reciting <laughs> rhyme I of the ancient mariner. Them now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Alright. So, Chris Christie, of course, cancelled the funding for these tunnels that were already under construction, so we have to, um, but luckily, Andrew Cuomo still wanted a project.
1: Oh no.
4: I still want a project! <laughs> that was the dreadful Cuomo. Oh
0: my god. So, Daniel Patrick Moynihan <laughs> was a U.S. Senator oh, guy. from New York. He was most famous for the Moynihan Report, where he did phrenology to determine the uh, cause of black poverty back in 1965. Right? 1965? Oh, it's a good year yeah, for getting the calipers Exactly, there. right? You know, he blamed poverty on Jesus. sort of ghetto culture and the existence of the welfare state. Uh, also one of the architects of LBJ's War on Poverty, which maybe is why it didn't work that well. <laughs> oh dear. Love a Great Society guy, uh, oh, they're always so cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But he also thought a major issue with Penn Station was the lack of a pretty headhouse, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, cause he, he remembered, back when he was a boy, in shining shoes in the uh, Penn Station uh, concourse. Right? Fuck my ass, dude. So... <laughs> the solution... Even when America does meritocracy,
1: it still finds a way to fuck everything up.
0: <laughs> so the solution was... What if we glass in the courtyard of the James Farley Post Office across the street from Old Penn Station, right? Because it covers the end of some of the platforms, right? Platforms which are used for Long Island Railroad and m right? But not New Jersey Transit, which has the worst capacity constraints. Um, fuck those Ugh. guys, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. through them. Um, and this project languished uh, for a long time until Champion of the People, Andrew Cuomo, rode in. Right,
1: <laughs> I think he G- got being this- given an opportunity to fuck with the the people of New Jersey and also like be photographed opening something.
0: Yes. <laughs> so uh, now, what does this concourse do? Right, um, and I think maybe Makes it
1: more annoying to wait for a train. Gives you somewhere to shop in New York City, which
0: previously didn't have a lot of stores. No, there's no stores in this concourse yet. Nope, there's not. they haven't opened that huh. part yet. Um, oh wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they have that. They, they're still working on the stores part. Huh, you go in here and action. there's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you it's can't terrible. even get your like shoes shined by a future <laughs> senator. No, no, you can do that at uh, 30th Street Station though. No? Um, so, uh, uh, what you have are you have some escalators, right? Um, that go down to various platforms, and those platforms They're are very thin. Uh, if you're in the box here, you can get down to the M Track platforms, right? And then these extra platforms, fuck you.
1: They've, they've, they've got some gamer lights on there, on the top, though, on the roof thing. You got some, yeah. LG, some RGB on there. Oh yeah, they've
0: got some uh, RGB, yeah. Um, and so the, the the general idea here, right, um, you know, you get a nice glass roof space to wait for M-track. Um it's very similar to the philosophy of old Penn Station, in that this is only for long distance trains, really, and inner city trains.
4: So what they did was they learned. None of the good lessons, and they decided to implement everything that didn't work about the original Correct. concourse?
0: Question <laughs> mark. There's another problem, which is this. All these escalators are at the end of the platform. Uh, okay. So that when you board the train, rather than boarding at the middle and walking a short distance to your seat... You, Standard you practice, board, you, you know, normal. board at the end and walk a much farther distance. You're stupid, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: that doesn't that's not good for passenger flow. I take it no one did any passenger flow modeling no, as part I of this design. I
0: feel like you know, the main result of this is probably reduced theoretical capacity. Um, <laughs> yeah. but again, because they do all the crew changes here, um, you know, all those trains are sitting there for 10 minutes, regardless, it, it kind of doesn't matter. But if you okay. were getting serious about like really frequent service on the Northeast Corridor, uh what do you do with this concourse other than get rid of it? It's 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 <laughs> yeah. it's actually worse
1: than Penn Station, right? Because at least Penn Station, you could like if you bought a ticket, you could go into your gender segregated waiting room and wait there and sit down, right? Like uh, this doesn't. This doesn't have unisex uh, yep. waiting rooms. It doesn't have gender segregated waiting rooms. It doesn't have any waiting rooms.
0: So I think um, I'm not sure if there's regular ticketed seating. There's ticketed seating in the old New Penn Station concourse. This the is old, the new, new location of concourse. this Yeah, exactly. This is the <laughs> location of the new Club Acela, right? Which you can get into if you have either Acela tickets or long distance tickets. Club Acela sucks. It's not worth it. They don't even have booze. <laughs> Noted. It, they don't. It's like if I'm going into like the, the club, I want booze. They don't have booze. They have what free snacks have? and coffee. Oh, um, coffee. Great. Yeah. And they bring you down to the platform in an elevator, which I guess is nice. Although I bet in this one they don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I don't know where the elevators would be. Um, it's uh, I, I don't, I highly I dislike Club Acela. Uh, ticketed seating also sucks. Give it's just a trying bar. to like
1: rip air, airport shit where it's like, yeah. oh, we'll give you like a VIP lounge,
0: but give me a bar in the train station I can sit at and relax and wait. That's what I want. Bring and- back Bridgewater's, you bastards.
4: Yeah, you need a weather spoons. That's why I used to do in Aberystwyth station when I was catching the train away. There was a weather spoons in the station. You could sit in the weather This is before we- this is when weather spoons was still cool. Gareth is before so the yeah, like right.
1: explosion phase. Yeah, this is it, it's like this is one of the few aspects of British culture that I would defend here is uh, y- you can absolutely get drunk in a weather spoons uh, waiting for your train and that's Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, Europe and a lot of other places do it better than us, but we do it better than you in this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. this has been. I, I I feel like this is a, a, you know, I it's a lot of people focus a lot on like, well, there's no seating in here, but there's also like, ten million other problems going on, um, <laughs> <laughs> down which are based on like basic train station function, um, and the other the other thing is, you know, Cuomo wanted this to be his signature project, right? He was very very demanding while it was project was underway. Right, and this is also—it's half about the train station. It's half about a land grab to support the rest of the Hudson Yards development. They wanted to lease the whole building to Facebook. They were doing a whole bunch of crap. Oh, yeah.
1: God forbid <laughs> build you build a massive a po- work of public art that makes you want to kill yourself.
0: <laughs> well, God forbid you use a post office, which is right above you know a rail corridor. Maybe you know could you could run mail by rail. No, we're gonna we're gonna get rid of the post office. We're gonna put Facebook in there. That's fucking great. Well yeah. the thing is, right?
1: If you, like New York City, no one's mailing anything to or from it. And if they are, <laughs> they can use an Amazon distribution center. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, certainly Stop not it. to
0: other cities which also have former post office directly next to the uh train station, like Philadelphia or Washington, DC, or no, Baltimore. we gotta
1: <laughs> we gotta build the like Amazon and like UPS fulfillment centers out of town.
0: Um but one at Cuomo, Cuomo was Cuomo was Cuomoing all over the people who were running this project. Most notably, Michael yeah, he Evans. Was what, he was Cuomoing over He's them. He was Cuomoing all over them. I mean, yeah. he was being, he was being a huge fucking asshole. He wanted to get this thing. He wanted to get it delivered in 2020, and his solution to that was just scream at his underlings, right? And it was apparently bad enough that the project lead, Michael Evans, uh, fucking killed himself in late 2020. Jesus, Jeez. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, uh, and it's a shame because you know I I I guess he believed in the project and kind of it's 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 a bad project.
1: Yeah, but still, yeah. it doesn't exactly like warrant being hounded to an early grave right, yeah, It's one right, like, of yeah, like, exactly. the worst people in American politics, which is fucking saying something. I, Andrew it's, Cuomo. it's
0: it's fucking, it's disgusting, man. It's like I, I can't. It's I don't know. Now They did get it open in 2020. December 30th, 2020. <laughs> what a puzzler, baby. Oh my god. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's still only half open. I don't believe they've opened the retail section yet. Um, you know, but... You, the, do... you know
1: that's a failure under capitalism, is you can't even spend money if you want to. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be the one thing you can do anywhere and you can't even fucking consume.
0: But I, I got to say, in terms of like, at least how I use Penn Station, right? Because when I go to Penn Station, I have a single-minded determination, which is I'm going to buy two gigantic cans of beer,
1: which mm. I'm going to yep. take on the
0: train <laughs> yep. and drink on the way to Philadelphia, right? That is possible in the old concourse. It is not possible in the new concourse. And I believe M what reason do you have to be in there? Yeah, exactly. As, as a result, uh, I, consequently, and I believe Mtrak's intention is to eventually force all the M-Trak, uh passengers into here. Um, but it's bad. But it's it's yeah, it's it's bad, and I don't trust that there's going a to be a flag
1: with a star and two big cans of IPA, mm-hmm. and it just yeah. says "come and take
0: it." Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> that, but, not, but
1: unironically.
0: I don't trust that they're going to put a shitty newsstand in here with giant cans of beer, um, of which, in the old concourse, there's like 50 of.
2: Yeah, thank uh, God.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm going to avoid using this concourse until I'm absolutely forced to. But, there has been a recognition that two more tunnels are needed. So let's talk about Gateway and Penn South. Oh boy. All right. What the fuck is this? (laughs) Yeah. It's pixels. Yeah, it's pixels, and I stole it from uh, trains.com, which is that a watermark? Yeah, yeah, it's It's a a photo bucket watermark. (laughs) All right. So they want to put two new tunnels in under the North River, and they have the funding for it finally. This is now going into construction, right? So the basic conceit here is we have two new tunnels for MTRAC and New Jersey transit, but mostly New Jersey transit which will terminate into Penn South. Hooray! Which is going to be underneath existing buildings which are all going to get demolished to put Um, in this cut and cover station, including the last part of the original Penn Station complex standing, the powerhouse. Oh no. Oh dear. And, you know, they go into these stub-ended platforms and then question mark. Hmm.
4: Because- and as we know, mixing through and terminal platforms is uh, great
0: idea. Uh, I- well, the first <laughs> thing you might notice is that these platforms don't connect to New Jersey Transit's yard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: I also don't see any grade separation to ensure that the operations don't impact on the capacity of the through
0: station. Yep.
3: Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Sorry about that.
0: (laughs) Fix it in post. This, this, uh, the tunnels, like, start somewhere over here, so, I mean, it doesn't really go into, I'm, I'm a little bit confused as to the actual track layout, because I think this is still in flux. They may be getting rid of Penn South, but I'm not sure, right? Um, but the, the current situation is basically centered around, we're going to minimize disruption of existing services while also minimizing the amount of new service we can provide at the maximum cost yeah, yeah yeah
4: it's the it's the it's the the british sort of way as well that's that's what we've been doing with our uh, changes to railway plans it's good stuff hmm. so it's, it's a disease of the mind
0: yeah <laughs> yep yeah you got to make it more expensive and worse that's that's the fundamental thing make it more expensive and worse got to be yeah, yeah. But the idea is if they build Penn South, then there'll be enough capacity, they can start doing open heart surgery on the actual station, right? Because, I, I mean, one of the problems, especially with um, A interlocking back here, it's called A interlocking, is that, you know, they put a bunch of buildings on top of it. So it's very difficult to reconfigure the tracks at all. Mm. Um, reconfiguring platforms, again, that's very difficult. Because, you know, one, one of the perennial things is let's just widen the platforms and have through trains. And that's, it's very difficult, it's doable, um, but because the the, the the station's running at the absolute bleeding edge of capacity, actually going in and doing it would be very difficult. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, this project... So the,
4: how will Penn South relieve Penn Station, given that it, they're all terminal and Penn Station is primarily through?
0: I would answer that with question mark.
4: My guess is. That's a totally different use case. My
0: guess is eight New Jersey Transit trains come in. And then that's eight fewer. And then (laughs) then then they're 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 buried there. They're they're entombed
3: there. (laughs) And they just die. (laughs)
4: They, yeah, that's like ever to New hey, York. <laughs> it's like nine, platform nine and three quarters. They are vaporized <laughs> and reassembled <we're laughs> exactly.
1: outside of the train station. Yes, yeah. you 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 come into these stub-ended platforms. The train is reduced to a soup like a marginate and then uh, <laughs> the next train comes in.
0: So this was this was a Andrew Cuomo project, which I, again they may get rid of the the Penn South aspect and just build the new tunnels. This is still in flux. It's budgeted at fourteen and a half billion dollars, which hey, is slightly less than. Um, a R C.
4: Then the slightly shrunk version yeah, I mean, of yeah. the original. Yeah. And if
1: you can, if you can get a job doing
0: like union labor building those tunnels, you can make a lot of money. Uh, but they were they are going to use this theoretical extra capacity to start really renovating the main concourse, right? So here's uh, here's some renders that came out of the uh, the Cuomo administration. <sighs> um, oh my! <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> ah, this Fallout Two yeah. FMV. Uh, I. <laughs> I really like how it's fairly clear that they didn't use an extended font, they just took a uh, regular font and squashed it. Just, just,
1: just uh, uh, fucking designed by Biff Tannen here? Um, I, <laughs> I don't, it's,
0: it's, it's funny because there's not actually any real passenger improvements here that are visible, it's just they put a sign in front of Madison Square Garden.
4: Using Word Arc.
0: Yeah.
3: Track the Knicks. <laughs> that is our answer. We must we um, must rid ourselves of the New York Knicks.
0: The other big improvement <laughs> is they're putting much taller buildings around it. So this is I was going to yeah. say
4: all are all of the buildings we can see new. These would all be because... new. this would be
0: new. This is where the powerhouse would be, or maybe this one. This is where the Hotel Pennsylvania was, which is being demolished right now. That's the other original part of the Penn Station complex. Uh, that's also Statler of Statler and Waldorf. And um, then, we, even
1: even if they do all of this, that like this is before the NYPD gets their hands on it and decide to put in a bunch of like big uh, concrete counterterrorism planters to stop someone uh, from uh, like right. driving a truck into that big glass frontage. Uh, yeah. there, so... It's
0: already covered with those. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> great, perfect. And then there's going to be like some kind of concourse that's behind the arena, right? You know, it all looks. It it looks very modern. It looks very. It looks still looks like a. Horrifically constrained site, which is completely inadequate. You know, that's the that's the theme of this. As long as this Consition, arena baby. is here. As long as this arena is here, there's very little you can do. Basically, right? what we what we need is
1: is Cassart's big giant hand again. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> now, what if what if we leave it to the private sector? Let's not uh, do that. Maximum, maximum
1: not, efficiency. Let's not do that.
0: So this is a company called Ameristar Rail. Their idea Fuck is off. they want to they want to privatize the Northeast Corridor. So here's their idea:
3: suck my dick and Don't die. Do it. Don't here's do their it. idea to Don't increase
0: platform capacity.
3: Oh, I
4: do not like no, it's that. Bad. <laughs> I I'm seeing this cross section and I'm just realizing what that is
1: and what Why? it says. It
4: says platform. Flat cars.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. yes. that's a great way to like for a bunch of people to lose a foot. Uh, I'm also very interested in the people in the exit only lane who are all doing the soy
0: walk. <laughs> 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 what you do, their proposal is we maintain a couple tracks for rapid inner city service. This has nothing to do with commuter service, too, which is the fun part. Um, you have tracks for rapid intercity service with very frequent trains. We implement what's called Spanish solution boarding, right? So you exit on one side of the train and you enter on the other side. Now,
4: yeah, I've done it. It sort of can work on
0: commuter trains. Now, in order to do that, they need to extend the platforms, right? And plat- extending the platforms in Penn would do a- would solve a lot of problems, right? Um. You know, just in terms of like moving trains through more quickly because people could board and exit faster without clogging up the stairwells. So, their idea to do this is to roll in some flat cars, put put some deck planking on top. What? (laughs) And that's the platform extension. Kind of into it, actually. That's so rough
1: shot and terrible. Imagine rolling a wheelchair across this. Well, yeah.
0: So it'd be like sort of a semi-permanent surface, I understand. Um, m has a few of these platform flat cars, actually, for temporary track work. This would be like permanent until you could get a more permanent solution And Also, you do have issues with the columns here, which might block doors, which would be bad. Um. Oh my. But yeah, yeah so th- this was their idea, and I, I, I don't know, I, I don't hate it as like a stopgap solution, but like also you should be figuring some more permanent solution. And also like this is this is again missing the point.
1: (laughs) My my answer to this diagram is simply do you not feel shame? Do you not feel shame that this is your (laughs) incremental solution? I I, I if it works, it works.
0: It might not work. (laughs) Well,
4: yeah, the trouble is right. Okay, so so British railway brain, which I have, is <laughs> every temporary solution should be assumed as being the long-term solution. Yeah, and let me tell you, this would be a horrible long-term solution. Oh, yeah. I
1: would
3: never get rid of it, bud. Well, that'd be pretty. Would, yeah,
4: that's that, as soon as those are there, they ain't going anywhere. This is true. <laughs> it's
3: Disabled people.
1: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Not
3: the, true.
1: The other Although, problem is, you're, you're also- The entire British like rail sector is a temporary solution to how to move tin out of uh, fucking tin quarries.
3: Not entirely. <laughs> it's
1: wrong, just outgrown <laughs> from there, yeah. It's true. I can confirm.
0: But the other, the other thing here is, you're doing this solution to the intercity trains, which are not like the, the capacity problem, as of yet. Maybe if they ran more of them. Right. All
1: the big bi level, like New Jersey Transit trains, these are not being, they're not getting the little platform flat cars. Oh, no.
0: No. Um, they continue and, as normal. I mean, you do, you kind of have the reverse situation where the inner city train should be bi level and the commuter train should be single level. Um, you yes. know, that would be, that would be the, the sane and sensible solution. We do the backwards do of that. Because um, again, the, the dwell time's not as important for intercity trains or long distance trains.
4: No, and it means you can run because the dwell you can then run fewer of them, which gives you more space for the commuter to, oh man. Yeah. It's,
0: it's not, all it's not that complicated. It's all backwards. Um uh. so this is one one solution. Um uh, and then and you have like um let's talk about the solution everyone's always talking about. Well, what if you just rebuilt the original headhouse? Oh no. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, yes,
0: I will not be dissuaded.
3: Return. What if we returned? Put it back the way it was, brick by goddamn brick. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> so, these were some renders that were created for the National Civic Art Society by something that I used to think was an art architecture firm, but now I realize was actually a graphic design firm. Ew. Um, <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> worse. Right. The National Civic Art Society, you might remember, the people who were really chuffed. When Trump did that uh, classicism executive oh, yeah, the order, weird
3: Trump freaks.
0: Yeah, which mm. um, you oh, know God. that thing, that thing, that well, a that executive order wouldn't have done anything, but also b like, yeah, this is weird as hell,
1: hell, right? The so tread that they even want to like call it Pennsylvania Station. Like you have to say the whole thing, like a tribe called Quest. You do. Yes. Ugh.
2: I
3: have to find out assassin, baby.
0: And this is, this is, again, this is one of those situations where you look at the problem like, um, we don't have the nice head house as opposed to the station has a major capacity constraint, which we don't have, we we can't do very much about without, you know, major surgery on the station, right? They do, you can see here, um, they do suggest wider platforms, which would help you got escalators. You got probably probably a generally better passenger experience. But the other thing here is that if you rebuilt the original station, even with those improvements, you'd still be well below the passenger capacity needed. I mean, if you you could do it, but I think you would have to take out the other half of the station and rebuild the second concourse like it would not or build an identical concourse to the first one. Uh, you would not; it would not be something that was historically accurate. It'd be a pastiche, and I mean, the original was a pastiche. Let's get real. I mean, it's all it's, it's yeah. all steel with plaster over it, right? Um, and I mean, I don't hate this idea, right? But uh, if 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 it's not executed well, it's going to be an embarrassment. Um, <laughs>
4: I'll, I'll I'll say it. I hate
0: it. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just
2: uh,
4: work out what you need this railway t- station to do. Yeah. And then work. Oh, just why is it all like, oh, let's look at uh, It's just so backwards. It's so backwards. Mm. Why do we do this in the Anglosphere? Why do we do this?
3: Because oh we're God. very dumb. You know that.
0: This is true. Yep. Um, I don't think these guys have any momentum anymore because, of course, we got to keep Madison Square Garden there. That's the priority one. Um- Contract the Knicks. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
3: yeah. And the Rangers. I fucking hate the
0: rags, too. <laughs> and so you have. Uh, some alternative proposals this is from the uh, regional plan association right which is is really where you start have to look at the problem a little bit more holistically right mm. see cuz you ask is the problem penn station or is the problem how do we get more rail capacity into manhattan then yes. you have a lot more options right <laughs> because you, maybe the place you start is at not penn station Mm. And then when you move more people in through an alternate way, in like something I don't know, maybe Let's fucking
1: go back to ferries. Even I don't give a shit. Do flying mm. taxis? Uh.
0: You could uh, just do 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 a proper S. If you do an S, yeah, do, do, do an S bond. You just do an S bond. You really start to reconfigure some of these commuter services so they work with each other. You build a new station in, say Lower Manhattan, even I don't know Upper Manhattan, right? connects to different subway lines and can you like really shove through a lot of trains really quickly and is built for that task. And then once you've moved a significant amount of that capacity out of Penn station into something which can handle, you know, the, uh, the actual passenger loan needed, then you can start saying, how do we improve this station, the Penn station?
3: I really like but, the line you have about not doing open heart surgery.
0: Yeah. Well, I was actually from, uh, someone on our Discord, who I think would prefer not to be named. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess that's the, uh, you know, that that's that's the problem with Penn Station, is that you're focusing on Penn Station. <laughs>
2: mm.
1: Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do, do, do something do, else. Do retroactively, station. Station. do not listen to this podcast. No. No. Yes.
0: Shouldn't, don't Absolutely. listen to this podcast. from your
1: brain. Yeah. It's, a stupid, yep. it's a stupid question we've all spent too long trying to answer. Yeah. Now, what we could do instead yep. is we could we could reconfigure your transit system from Stuttgart and still achieve the same effect. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to Stuttgart.
4: We are going to make Stuttgart's railway very good.
2: <laughs>
0: this is a, any this of is a thing. big. This is a big. Uh, this is something that, like, the, a lot of the German, I want to say, the Green Party really hates Stuttgart Twenty One.
4: Uh, uh, but you should not listen to Green parties
0: I, I, on rail
2: infrastructure. We, we've say, learned this.
0: <laughs> Every time I looked at this project, I was like, "That's a pretty good project. We should be doing that. Um. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. And they've
4: they've, 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 yeah. I mean, they've done, they've done what you've just described in the crayon slide yeah. before, which is they've kind of taken a bigger look at, at what actually needs to happen to achieve this. So they're building a new, a new station. They're built essentially building a new station under the kind of underneath the existing one that they're perpendicular to it and it's a through station rather than a, a a terminal station and it's in fact got half the number of platforms and it has 50 percent
0: more capacity yeah i mean it's amazing what you can do when, when you actually design for high capacity as opposed to trying to you know sort of tweak around the edges and you know i, I don't know uh, I, I demolished two blocks of buildings for stub ended platforms that don't really work very well
4: um i mean, I mean, it's, I mean it's worth saying like two you could you could have a a four track heavy you know, kind of identity kind of through through route going through Manhattan right going through Lower Manhattan. Yeah. You could build a platform with you could have two four track. Yeah. You, know, you could so you could have a four track platform. Yeah. That would have honestly absolutely immense capacity. You could you could get one hundred twenty thousand passengers per hour per direction through that sort of you know only four tracks. It's all you need It's just that you conveyor belt it. You have long trains, you know, twelve car trains or whatever, even yeah. longer if you like. And just absolutely designed for that, and and go for like a deep bore, so you don't need to demolish stuff up top, other than maybe shafts. Like you could do this; it's not beyond the wit of humankind to achieve. this. You got this. really good bedrock. <laughs> you got we to choose
1: go. to build a second train station and, and do, do the do other the things, things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I I always thought you know the way you would you know if, if I were uh, mayor slash god of New York City, I would um. Uh, You know, you'd link Hoboken Terminal with Atlantic Terminal. You have a station in like Washington Square. You'd have a second Manhattan station. You know, you'd have uh, uh, another station under, you know, Brooklyn. And you would try and unify uh, whatever the highest ridership uh, New Jersey Transit line was with the highest ridership Long Island Railroad line with, you know, very high frequency trains that would use these tracks. Mm -hmm. Right, you know, you know what
1: I'd do if I were Mayor Stroke God of New York City. Sure, I would rig the ice market.
3: Yes, and I would, <laughs> I would contract the Knicks and I would contract the Nets. and I would get rid of the Isles and I would, all well, the Isles actually play out on Long Island again. And I would get rid of the uh, the Rangers and I would get rid of the New York Giants. Who don't even. When play you New say York.
1: get rid of, do we mean sort of like North Korean failed international football team kind of like get rid of?
3: Uh, I, oh, I know wow. they would be released to other teams. However, their owners would be
2: <laughs> in front of
3: Madison Square Garden, and I would <laughs> to uh, make Penn Station uh, cool. <laughs> and there would be a giant statue to me. I am bordering on the delirious. It's been I cannot been uh, so. Long. Let's face it. If- Oh,
4: it's been yeah. so long. It's this is a long one. Uh, let's face it. I could I could try and be uh, mayor and or god of New York, but all I'd end up doing is doing the like the the like sc- Scottish slash British guy thing of just meandering around, looking at everything, going "Holy shit, this place is quite a city, isn't it?" And just being lost. <laughs> and then like American, like 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 locals would laugh at me a lot and would possibly get me to say things. That's that's I pretty think- much that would be my.
1: I think what you what you Gareth, need to do is to you become like a single the, like, man, You would be a hit in bars, I tell you that. <laughs> become like the lord mayor of New York City. Yes. You just, yeah, you just get like a big chain and big you get Yeah, yeah. Engage in all the like oh, various. Yeah, 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 yeah. And engage in all the like various local folkways and customs and traditions.
0: Wouldn't that make you like and not have to think of, like, about a, that would make it like trends? mayor of like a tiny square mile of like the financial district yeah, you, you though, You right? take over what Trudy no, church owns. Oh yeah. Also, I don't
4: like the end of Alice's description there. Alice, I don't, I don't, didn't like the last bit. I, I can't not think <laughs> about trains. It's not a thing. I'm not wired that way. They made me this way.
1: <laughs> so anyway, well, what have we fucking learn from
0: this? <laughs> trains. That we spent three hours always answering always the wrong questions. Your
4: mic cable into yeah, the Thanks for that that it yeah, I mean,
0: you know, that's the issue is we spend all this time thinking about Penn Station and the the the, the what we learn is stop thinking about Penn Station. Yeah.
1: Yes. It's a sort of a Zen cone, right? Like uh the, the the answer to the question is not to contemplate the question in the first place. Yes. We've achieved. We have achieved Buddha nature about in, say, Penn Station, in Penn Station on the Daniel yeah. Patrick Moynihan Concourse. So we have us. achieved Buddha nature.
0: I'm there meditating yeah. on the floor because there's nowhere else to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> <But that's laughs> right.
3: Complaining bitterly about it. <laughs> he is right,
4: though. Yeah. When you post this on YouTube, it, it'll just immediately disappear. Absolutely.
1: Yes. Total, total non-attachment to all things, including getting your train on time. Yeah. You are. Uh, so, uh, so a Buddhist monk walks up to a
3: falafel stand, and, uh, <laughs>
2: and
3: the, uh, the guy says, oh, what can I get you, boss? And he the says, Buddhist make says, me one with everything. everything. Yes. yes. Now, in order to annoy Alice as much as possible, this will continue for another four and a half hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now time to talk about St. Louis Union Terminal. Um,
1: <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs> Spare Bye. <me. laughs>
3: Bye. 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 All right. Are we really ending it? Fuck. I was going to, I was so. ready to go. I'm, uh,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Liam,
4: I was say you perked it up. Yeah. You
2: just, uh, no, this is the delirium set again.